Drunk to the tank to the drunk to the tank to the drunk tank. Oh yeah. Drunk to the tank to the drunk to the tank to the drunk tank. Oh yeah. Drunk to the tank to the drunk to the tank to the drunk tank. Oh yeah. Drunk to the tank to the drunk to the tank to the drunk tank. Oh yeah. Drunk to the tank to the drunk to the tank to the drunk tank. Oh yeah. Drunk to the tank to the drunk to the tank to the drunk tank. Oh yeah. Drunk to the tank to the drunk to the tank to the drunk tank. Oh yeah. Rooster teeth, bitches. That was awesome. Who did uh, who, did you vet that properly? Was that that was that stolen? I hope so. I hope it was not stolen. Apparently, last week's podcast had a beat bed stolen from a Naruto fan podcast. And someone was <laughs> oh, very really? upset with Gus yeah. for not properly so, checking uh, in, the, in the comments of the podcast. Someone was like, "Gus, you need to do a better job of back checking all of these songs." Like, How the <laughs> fuck was I going to find out that a Naruto fan podcast used that song? See, I think you having to check anything kind of defeats the purpose of this. This process. I mean, you love this because it requires little work from you. Yeah, it's you know like two minutes before the podcast. I'm like, this one, let's go. <laughs> you take one fucking week off from listening to the Naruto fan podcast, and that's the week. <laughs> I don't, I'll be honest. I don't even know what Naruto is. It's like that ninja anime where With they the wear headbands. the headbands. You see them at all the conventions. Uh, you don't see them as much as you used to. No, not no, no. Gonna, no. I, I saw two at Comic Con and, and noted how few of them there were. They're going to be replaced by those uh, brain controlled ears that we yeah. talked about last podcast. D- can I tell you, there was a lot of people who came to the booth with furry clothes. Oh on. God! Clothes, well, yeah, no, because accoutrement. I just got the uh-huh. fucking. We've got the official ambassador of furries working for us now. <laughs> Have I ambassador even, of furries? I haven't even talked to you about that. Oh but. yeah, I just got actually um, right before I left, and I didn't have time to open it, so I left and I came back had a little present on my bench. Uh, somebody sent me a, a raccoon, like a little plush <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with that? No, I don't uh, answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's better in our heads. I forgot. I should. I didn't have a, like a, no, a letter or anything. It just has an address, and I think it's a company. And I didn't bring the box in here with me, and it's kind of a long ways to the studio. So I'm sorry. Thank you for the kind thoughts. I might be a little paranoid, but I assume that anything that gets sent to us in the mail is either bugged or poisoned, or both, <laughs> or both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely in the same in the same boat. Why would you bug something <laughs> you poisoned? I'll, I'll, I'll let people open the packages in another room. I'll be like, I'll, I'll wait over here. <laughs> <laughs> we do get a lot of like cardboard boxes that are then bent to make a different shape and then completely wrapped in tape. When we get those, you will see other people step away. As someone starts to cut into that, yeah. package. You'll, you'll you'll see like the new like the Chris's and the Marshalls and the Carries like descend on the packages and the Bernies and the Jets and the Gus slowly back. Yeah, yeah. The, the people who remember the Unabomber are like, I'll be, uh, I'll be elsewhere for the next few minutes. I can date myself even more. I remember the dude who poisoned all the Tylenol bottles. Oh god, so like, who I guess now was the Unabomber. It was the same guy. Yeah, they're yeah. saying Ted Kaczynski was the uh, Tylenol poisoner. No way. Seems like there should be a word for somebody who poisoned something. Doesn't po- that seem like like. This is back when language was invented. That's how they killed people was poisoning. Poisoner, right? (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to her and Brandon. uh, So Griffin and I went to Comic-Con this last weekend. I was telling Griffin and Brandon this weekend in the booth about the Russian politician who was poisoned. Oh, was he a politician or was he a spy? And it fucked his face up? I'm pretty sure he was a politician. Uh, And you showed me that video too of that. um... You know the story, right? Uh, It rings a vague bell, but I don't remember it. Yeah, they uh, poisoned him with uh, polonium, I believe, right? I think you're right. Polonium? He sounds like some kind of made up. I was about to say, I think you're right because I don't know what that is. <laughs> Isn't that the thing you were talking about that's going to replace nuclear fuel? A no, couple that's thorium. Of- <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> as long as they didn't use bolonium and we kill like- him with uh, <laughs> saturated fat and processed meats. <laughs> That'd be an American scientist I get- or politician, I guess. I get the feeling that the Star Trek podcast is going to be mad at us next week now. <laughs> <laughs> taking all their material. 
Hold on one second. I'll look up this as dude. Long, as long as we stay away from the dilithium, yeah. the trilithium, I think we'll be okay. That's supposed to be the best podcast ever for you, Griffin. Furries and Star Trek and... Oh, my God. What if you, you like, you, you could... Could you cosplay... Pioneer a new scene like of, like... a furry Troy? Can like, I... Like, do you... Are, like, Tribbles must be the sexiest thing in the world to you. <laughs> oh, my God. And there's so <laughs> many of them. It's, like a, it's like a group scene. There was a whole, like... like there like was a, a Tribble orgy in your mind every night. Was, <laughs> I went to the, to the Star Trek booth, whatever, uh, at Comic-Con. Yeah, you know, whatever. And uh, there was, like, you know, a whatever. whole trough full of Tribbles, and, uh, and they vibrated. No, 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 just get like, out of here. What? Just jump right in that. How many did you buy? <laughs> you know what I wanted to buy and I forgot to buy it? They have, you know, this like Christian fish and then the Darwin fish or whatever. They had one that was uh, Star Trek, just said Trek, and it was like in the shape of the Enterprise. But God, sort of like, that's so cool. I got to buy it. I know. Man. I bet you're kicking yourself now. You got to yeah, go to Comic Con next year. <laughs> I love, actually, I really enjoy Comic Con. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Diego's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a great, like, I was really jealous when I saw people going out there and like, Talking about how nice the weather was. And the water been, and the airport's yeah. closed. Because it, it was 105 three days in a row in Austin. But it rained. Like, if I, like I leave. The day I leave, it rains. I'm like, God damn it. Uh, it didn't Austin. rain. It didn't. It was <laughs> just like, let me just make you human for a while. Soon. Yeah. No, we had a few drops in my house, I think. Yeah, we had a few drops in my house, too. I, I forgot to put my cover on my grill because why would I ever put my cover on my yeah, grill? I did the exact same thing. And it rained and I got, ah, fuck. I hope my grill doesn't get messed up. And then I was like, oh, no, no. Because shooting my grill with a water gun is not going to cause rust. You know, you know, putting my cover on my grill makes you either sound super urban or super suburb suburban. <laughs> either one. <laughs> it's like you can go either way to explain what that was. Yeah. <laughs> so Griffin was just talking about the the Christian fish. Have I ever ranted about how much I hate those fish things? All those different fish emblems? I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, but okay. you haven't seen the Trek fish. It's very different. <laughs> but the, the the thing is, you know, they have the Christian Fish, yes. Which is, I mean, that's, that makes sense. People want to represent that they believe in Christianity. That's great. It's also then, like the, the story behind the Christian fish is kind of cool in itself. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What's that story? Well, it's like <laughs> back, back. Uh, I don't know what period in Christianity, if like if this was during the Crusades or what, but when it was illegal in a lot of places to be Christian, to determine if someone else was Christian, it was like the secret handshake. You would draw that fish in the ground, and then if the other person recognized the fish, that, I think you, it was in Rome, Rome, right? It was like Christian. early, early Christianity. Hmm. That's what the way I've always understood it. So it was illegal to be Christian? Yeah, in a lot of places. Hmm. Did you ever go to church when you were a kid? Well, like you wouldn't – it was like a civil lawsuit. Kind of like modern-day Manhattan. No, they, they would, uh, that's, they, Romans would feed them to the lions, right? That's the whole story? Yeah, I think so. And then like lined the roads with crucified who, who didn't Christians? the Romans feed to the lions? I mean is it really – didn't they just sort of throw everyone in there? <laughs> that's like, a pretty good point. So then in response to this, I guess because atheists and Darwinists always want to – be smarter than Christians, I guess. They made the, the parody Darwin fish, which is the fish that says Darwin in it, and it has feet. Right. Have yeah. you seen that? Because, like, oh, the fish is getting feet. So witty. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. And then there was the response fish to the parody fish, which is the the word truth, the truth fish, and it's a big truth fish. Eating, the, e- Darwin, eating yeah. the Darwin fish. Yeah. So the truth is eating Darwinism, which means it's better than it. That's Darwinism! That's what I don't understand! <laughs> I never understood that! <laughs> That's the most ironic thing that people put on their cars. I mean, it's it's, it's like that is survival of the fittest. It makes no sense at all. So that's my wonder. <laughs> the, the, the truth fish should have like extra feet and teeth. Then that would make it even worse. Exactly right. The truth lives on because it killed the other smaller fish. <laughs> it is powered by the weaker. <laughs> I feel like we should say a short prayer now. <laughs> anyway, oh. No offense to you if you're listening to this podcast in your truth fish car. <laughs> or your Darwin fish car. 
or, or whatever. Or your spaghetti monster fish car. Or, or your Linux fish car, or yeah. whatever the fuck you Or your have. Calvin and Hobbes fish car. <laughs> or Calvin peeing on the fish. <laughs> they don't have that, do they? <laughs> they, they probably do. That's the one thing Calvin is not peed on. That's the one that really bugs me, not to get, not to hate on religion, because I don't care. I really don't care, guys. Like, I don't care. But um, the one where Calvin is, like, kneeling before the cross or whatever, just because that just, just doesn't fit with the character, and it bugs me, because I really liked Calvin and Hobbes. Like, he wasn't the, like... You know, like he was irreverent. That was sort of the point. You know, actually, it's a, it's one of those things too. If you think about it too deeply, what did Calvin do? He just imagined stuff all the time. Yeah, like everything he dealt with was fake and imaginary. So why would you want to include him in religious iconography at all? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's or give, give him like if have him have an opinion about Chevy or Ford. It's because he's not just... peeing. <laughs> That's why. Do you know that uh, Bill Watterson, the guy who created Calvin and Hobbes, uh-huh. he never licensed it for anything ever. Yeah, not one thing. So he, they made the books, and that was it. So if you've ever seen a Calvin and Hobbes piece of merchandise anywhere, it a doesn't matter T-shirt in a mall or wherever. Sticker. Was that intentional? Or was it anything? Just, do you know? Have you ever like read a? Something about he that. he just didn't he didn't prosecute anyone for it. I think he just let him go, right? And he had a really sad he had a really uh, sad comment that he made. And I'm gonna paraphrase here, but he was talking about that and how he was driving down the road one day, pulled up behind a car that had one of these Calvin stickers on it, and he just sat there looking at it and he just shook his head and said, "What have they done to you, my boy? What have they done to you?" Yeah. And that's such a sad thing to that's say sad. from the creator of that. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever you ever seen uh, Bill Waterson? In person? No, no, no. Pictures of the guy? Uh, yeah, as a kid, I'm sure. I mean, on the back of the books and stuff, right? I don't think, I don't think, yeah, but I think that that's the point. I mean, I think that we sometimes, the whole, like, intellectual property thing gets kind of, like, overblown a little bit where people just get to, like, why you stole that, you stole that, you stole that. When it's some, it's really hard to come up with an original idea and you don't know really what's stolen or what's not. I'm pretty sure the Calvin and Hobbes stuff is stolen. No, oh, no, 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 obviously, obviously. But, I'm, but I think that... You don't want to be an asshole, but at the same time, you have to maintain control over how the things that you make come across. And if people are using those images, they can... Do you think he should have spent more time like going after that stuff? He looks like the dad. He looks like Urkel mixed with Freddie Mercury. He looks, I was just saying, he looks like <laughs> yeah. the nerdiest Freddie Mercury. That's exactly what I was going to no, say. He looks like he, the dad. He does look Calvin like the dad. He totally with a mustache. Does. Yeah, he definitely does. Great. Jeff, back me up. Yeah, no, no. Greatest dad ever. Yeah, the, the dad, the Calvin dad, and Calvin Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah. Like, yeah, when he explains to Calvin why black and white That's photos, <laughs> why black and white photos are black and white. God, I love that discussion. Was that your inspiration for telling your kids you invented the color red? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I invented the color red, and uh, I chopped down all the trees in the lot by our office. Millie's gotten to the point too, where she's just like every time Jeff says anything to her, she just looks at me. She's like, "Wait, is that okay? No." Like, she just looks at me to, to get any sort of truth out of anything. Yeah, she already doesn't believe anything I say. But that's a good, that's a good preparation for her future dating life. It's that's like, a good preparation for life. Like, don't, don't take everything <laughs> at face value, you know? Anything or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> take don't, nothing at face value. Don't trust the people that you're supposed to trust. Like, I don't know. Just question everything. <laughs> every single thing in every moment. <laughs> that won't slow anything down. But yeah, I mean, literally, if you saw Calvin and Hobbes shirt in a mall, like in a reputable store it was still a bootleg product some no matter so, what so, the, made. Are, so the books are pretty much the only thing you can buy that yeah. would yeah. get money to yeah. him yeah. Yeah. he okay. uh he had some kind of a he, he didn't he just didn't want to exploit his art i guess i guess but he made why enough. let somebody else i guess he made art. enough right? yeah. on the other hand visit roosterteeth.com slash store <laughs> <laughs> all your official rooster merchandise <laughs> enter in the code waterson for 10 percent off <laughs> <laughs> that's not true don't do that <laughs> Don't make me go make that code. You should make that code and make no. it add 10% to the, uh, <laughs> to the cost. And we'll send that 10% to Bill. <laughs> the, Bill Watterson, the Bill Watterson Legal Fund. Yeah. 
What's uh, it, what's it, what is, has Bill Watterson done anything since Calvin and Hobbes? I don't think so. That's the thing too. Like you look at J.K. Rowling, right? She's like, I don't think I could. I think I read something. Where she's like, I'm not going to write anything else because you can't. I mean, after you do something that's so loved for a, such a long time, how do you jump into something new without just having it be picked apart and not being quite? It's interesting. Well, I mean, that's what all artists face, right? Like one of my favorite quotes of all time is uh, Joseph Heller, the guy that wrote Catch Twenty Two, which is one of the best books ever written. I think uh, he was in an interview with a with a journalist like 20 years after he wrote Catch-22, and the journalist said, um, how do you feel about your career? I mean, did, it kind of peaked at Catch-22. You haven't written anything as good as Catch-22 since. And Joseph Heller goes, who has? <laughs> nice. <laughs> the guy was like, uh... <laughs> Excellent yeah. counterpoint. Excellent counterpoint, yeah. It's always funny, too, to read, to read about what authors considered their best or favorite series, but then the thing, like... Right, like Sir, Sir, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle yeah. is famous for Sherlock Holmes. But he loved the he, Challenger series more. He hated Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. and he only wrote it to make money. He tried to kill off Sherlock Holmes. He tried to stop writing it. But every time he got broke, he had to, he had to go right. back to that series. But yeah, the Challenger series was his favorite series, and that's what he cared about, and nobody's ever heard of it. Uh, yeah. Although you've read it. I've never I, read I it. haven't read the series. I've read the first two. Well, read. I had them on tape while I was working on something. I don't know if that counts. I don't think that counts. People say that it counts, but I don't think it does. That's like I read somewhere Steven Spielberg's favorite film is Always. So that's not true. Oh, really? <laughs> what, not, it's it's <laughs> no, not, not, a, not dual. It's Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Always? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid. It's not a bad movie. Have you seen Duel? He did that one like in the 70s. I did see Duel. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it once. I was at a Casino El Camino, and it was, <laughs> on, it was on the TV. It's actually pretty That's the place to see it, actually. Yeah, and, yeah. I was, and, I, and I didn't know it was the Duel, and I was watching it. I was like, what is this movie? This movie's fucking fascinating. And I looked, you know, I looked on my phone. I was like, oh, this is the Duel. Yeah. Is it the Duel? I thought it was just Duel. I thought it was the Duel, but I could be wrong. It's, it was Steven Spielberg's first movie. And it was about a truck. Right? Yeah, it's about a guy, like a guy in a little red sports car, driving like back to see his family or something like. A, he was like a traveling salesman. He's like in Southern California desert. or something. Yeah, and he cuts off a truck driver. He pisses him off, and then the rest of the movie is just this truck driver trying to get even. Mm. And he's like chasing him down. Yeah, you don't really see the truck driver. It's just a very ominous truck. And yeah, you it, see like his feet at some point, like in a restaurant. Yeah. I think you can almost see why they chose him to direct Jaws after that. Yeah, absolutely. Like he turned the big truck on the freeway. Into a shark? <laughs> oh, is that a spoiler? I'm sorry. <laughs> you really ruined the last five minutes. It turns out the truck's going to SeaWorld, and that's where Jaws You was. know, I read, too, like, the decision not to show Jaws for so late in the film, I read this recently, was purely budgetary. They just couldn't, they they said, couldn't afford well, yeah, it. And the, I think the, 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 the animatronic shark didn't work yeah, well. The shark, yeah, the shark didn't work. Yeah, and so they... They eliminated it for, through a lot of the film. But I think some of the best movies are when they when they don't show or they don't have enough to show anything until like the very last minute or it, even well, you know sure, nothing you at all. Well, sure, you have to focus on plot and story. Well, yeah, and we talked about this with things. The Haunting, you know, from yeah. the fifties or sixties. Same thing. I mean, you have to like build everything up with storytelling and not rely too much on effects. That said, I, I don't think we should do that. I think we should. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Monty is fantastic. <laughs> Our production designer over here is saying, "Yeah, hold everything back." It, it happens a lot. Like I finally watched that movie you talked about a long time ago, Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Great where, film. Where yeah. the uh, astronauts have to go and restart the sun. Yeah, and it's a great movie <laughs> until you see like the villain kind of in the last fifteen minutes or so of the movie. Yep, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "What the fuck is this?" But I, but the but the best thing about that scene is that the set is really cool, and you can <laughs> avoid looking at him and just look at where they chose to put him. Uh, we were watching that movie. My wife turned to me and goes, "What's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> My wife had the best reaction of all time to something like that because we drug her out to see a movie that she didn't know anything about. So we take her out to go see From Dusk Till Dawn. <laughs> so she has no idea that this is a vampire movie. Like going to see it. I mean, everybody in the theater knew it. So about 
one third of the way through the movie when the gangster movie stops and all of a sudden everybody turns into vampires and starts attacking. We're all just watching this going, oh, here are the vampires. You know, Selma Hayek looks hot. All this. My wife puts up with about a minute of it. She goes, what the fuck happened? How come <laughs> nobody in the audience is reacting to the fact that this movie just changed on a dime? But now it's a, now it's suddenly a vampire movie and everyone just accepts that. It's like, that's what the movie's about. I didn't know that either when I saw it. You did? I was right. very confused. Yeah. I, I, I saw it way late, like I see every movie. Oh. Um, so I was like, the, for the first half of the movie, just like, where the... I thought, isn't this the... No, like, I had the opposite, but same kind of reaction. I think I saw that at North Cross Mall back in the day. They had a theater I there? think they had a theater. Like It was one of the first movies I ever saw in Austin. Yeah. Was, it, was it on the ice skating rink? It would have been... No, it was next to it. You said that there's a drive through in Austin now. Is that right? There's a there's a mobile drive through called Starlight Drive In Drive In yeah. drive, mobile drive in not drive through drive in you can drive through it mobile, <laughs> mobile drive through sounds great though yeah, <laughs> I don't know what, like I've looked at the map to see where their locations are but it I can't imagine there yeah, being enough no, space for a drive in at any of those places Jeff sent me a link and I'm like how do they fit this like here? one it's of like, them looks like it's in the parking lot behind Juan and a million I think it's it like, is what? actually yeah that's it's like, not a huge screen I don't think it's as big as this wall but or the, about we also found there's a drive in theater about like what maybe thirty 40 an hour north of here 30 40 an hour there's a drive-in something north of here there's a drive-in theater i used to go to all the time when i was in the army in gatesville which is about an hour north of fort we should take millie because that was one of my favorite things as a kid it's about three hour drive the the last movie i saw at a drive-in was in colorado i was up there visiting family and i saw um chain reaction the movie where Keanu Reeves plays the, uh. plays the scientist and creates fusion. <laughs> like, water becomes a power for yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Morgan and Freeman's in that. Morgan Freeman's I haven't seen it. Fucking awful. But movie. they cast Keanu Reeves as a scientist? Yeah. That's. So, that's There's hmm. possibly only one worse casting. I know, I know what you're going to say. What is. Uh, uh, what's her face? Tara, Tara, Tara Reid in uh, Alone in the Dark. I'm so that you knew what we were going to say. You what? put a lab coat on Tara Reid and suddenly it's supposed we to work. We saw that fucking movie at Sundance. Was she like, while everybody else was going to movies. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Oh, shit. And everybody was going to movies at Sundance and we didn't have tickets one night or something. So we went to the mall and saw Alone in the Dark. We had to leave. Like, we left as soon we as. We couldn't handle it. We left as soon as they had their like love scene or whatever, and then she like they they got out of bed. They had like the obligatory like sex scene with Tara Reid. They got out of bed and she starts like spewing a bunch of like sciencey stuff, and we're like, okay, let's well, get come out. Come out. Did yeah. Huey Bull direct that? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then we had to walk through like Village of the Dam to get back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, That's, that was in Utah. That's a Utah drive. No, that is the no. blondest place I, I've ever know, been that, in my entire life. When we were we were at the mall there, uh, I don't remember what day it was, but this was years ago, um, and they had a line. There was a line at the mall. To win, it was some kind of sweepstakes thing where you wait in line and you got your wedding paid for. You got like 10 yeah. grand for a wedding. And there were like 30 blonde people in this line because they were all getting ready to get married. Yeah, it was a crazy blonde line. It was weird. It was. Like that many people like lining up for this like win a wedding kind of thing. It was I, funny. I I loved Utah for the grid road system that they had. Yes. Awesome. Go to, go to Lubbock. Lubbock's the same way? Lubbock's the exact like same way. You knew exactly how far away stuff was and where it was. There were no crooked on, lines. Yeah, the address. It's when you show up and it's, everything's flat and there's nothing there, you can design something perfectly. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> everything is two right turns away. Yeah. Essentially, at the most. Mm-hmm. But you guys are talking about Tara Reid. <laughs> can I just say, I got a problem where I, I you know, you always, they always talk about the, the phenomenon. I, somebody, by the way, called me out for using the word phenomenon too much on the podcast. But, you know, the whole, like, bad boy thing where girls, like, like, Rough guys, or you know, mm-hmm. you know guys who are in trouble. With this, you're familiar yes. with that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you've lived it. Uh, I like. I don't know what it is about the starlets. I gotta admit, I like a mess. I do. Oh, I like, dude. And Tara Reid's like one of the classic messes. 
Do you remember when she, when she was on the red carpet and her dress fell off? Yes. <laughs> and, she did, and she didn't know? <laughs> How do you not love that? How do you, you not love, love that? She Wait, was also – I don't think she's properly credited credited, credited for the celebrity uh, reality show thing. Tara Dice was like the first big celebrity TV show, celebrity reality TV show, way before like Paris Hilton and all those other I remember that. What is she doing now? She got old really like fast, too. six lines an hour. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, she, okay. Like, Allegedly. Lines of, lines of dialogue. <laughs> she was, like, if she Thespian. was like, Big Lebowski, right? She was, like, bunny or whatever. Yeah, she yeah. was so hot in that movie. And then I felt like a, two years later, she looked, like, she had ten of, years old. She had a lot of bad plastic She had surgery. a lot of botched uh, plastic okay. surgery. But she, yeah. she got all that worked out. She's fine. She did. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> I haven't seen her lately. No, what, you don't need to pile on. I guarantee you, wherever she is right now, she's super hot. <laughs> so let me, in, in this uh, vein... Let me just ask you a quick gut reaction. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, two at, weeks ago, at her worst, would you have slept with Amy Winehouse? Yes. No. Come yes. On, what's wrong with you? Why not? A, talent is attractive, and B, like you said, a mess is attractive. What is that? I don't know what it is, dude. It's true. If there may be heroin marks on a girl's arm, she goes up like 10 times to me. I don't know what it is. You're like, I, this could be a wild night and a disease night. <laughs> I don't know. You roll the dice, right? <laughs> you got to rely on modern medicine. That's why I fell in love with Griffin. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I probably should ask Griffin that question. What do you think? Were you attracted to Amy Winehouse two uh, weeks ago? N- no. I mean, she's not really my type. I mean, even in her best, she wasn't really my type physically. Mm-hmm. So, no. But I am attracted to messes. Yes. And the tough guy thing, it's weird because I didn't think I was that kind of girl. But when I first met Jeff, we had this long, long date. We were talking, talking, talking. We never kissed or anything. But the moment... He showed me his like scars on his knuckles from fights he had been in from in the army. I was like, oh wow! Like, and I'm not that kind of person. I didn't think I was, but it was weird. Let me see, killer. Let me see these scars on your knuckles. They're, not, they're, not, they've faded now. I'm not bringing them up. I only bring out the big guns for Jeff joints. <laughs> I never really, ta- I never really talked to you about that. You, you, you used to fight a lot. I, had, I, had, I, had a, I, I used to be a bit of a smartass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and so <laughs> I, I got, I. I <laughs> I don't know if I fought as much as I got the shit kicked out of me a lot until yeah. I learned to shut up. Oh, really? Yeah, I got beat up a lot. In the so those are self-defense scars. That's a lot of me pounding the ground going, why, God? <laughs> I got hit so hard in a... In a I, got, I was thinking about this the other day for some reason. I got hit so hard in the parking lot of a gas station by a dude named Porch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that there was a dent in my forehead for three months. I thought that I was going to permanently have a dent in my forehead from where he hit oh, really? me. Wow. I had a dent in the top of my skull from yeah. a motorcycle accident. All because, like, I walked outside and uh, my friend's wife had these two (laughs) – it's a crazy story. But uh, anyway, I got pulled into a fight where I had to defend my friend and his wife. And uh, you know that thing in the movies, like in Friday the 13th, when, like, you see Jason and you start to run away from him and then Jason's walking and you can't run fast enough and you fall down and you trip and you're like, get up, asshole. Like, how could you fall? There's not even – there's anything to trip on. I did that. I was trying to after <laughs> after I punched him, after I after I hit porch as hard as I could in the stomach and he went Ugh. and then he did that cartoon move where he pounded the top of my head like <laughs> like, a, like with an anvil kind of thing like, like you're a like you're a railroad spy. yeah and I saw like birds and stars and shit <laughs> it was like bad Disney uh, I realized things weren't going my way so I started to try to run away and somehow I fell and I skinned up my arm and then he ripped my shirt off and then he put the dent in my forehead and it was pretty much all downhill from there and this this was what did it for you, it's yeah. just yeah. I didn't tell her that this story. This story was a little bit more glamorous. Than her. <laughs> <laughs> now he, he Jeff was like played like stoic and silent about the scars a little bit. Yeah. I probably oh. for good reason. Yeah, if, if, if that's the story behind it, you don't tell that story. But he's like, trying to impress someone. Yeah, I got in some fights. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think people don't fight as much as they used to? 
When, uh, we, when I think we were younger? I think it's too dangerous to fight now. I, I would I never think, I would never want to get in a fight. Yeah. I think you're the absolutely rest of my right. life. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. People are fucking crazy. You How many times me, on YouTube do you see somebody get kicked in the face when they're on the ground? Yeah, it's just that's brutal. It's terrible. Yeah. It, dude, that, that that kind of stuff didn't exist, at least in my life. Like like no, when I was but in, I in Alabama growing up, there was a lot of fighting in Alabama. There was that, a lot of fighting in the army. I there's nothing think, like that. No, I I I've seen shit like that. I think the opposite might be true too, because before you get into a fight, there's a crowd gathers around you and they're like, you know, watching. But now everyone's got phones. So you, you know, you, like you could be recording it. I guess you could maybe. get into trouble. I just get the impression that also people always always I always hear about people getting shot. Maybe it's like the crazy people still fight, and the the, the people that are a little bit nervous about like aftermath don't. One one time I was uh, leaving junior high. I was walking back home. And I was waiting for it was like I was literally across the street from the school waiting you know waiting for a light to change to to cross to continue my my walk. There was this girl standing next to me, also waiting. And I'm looking across the street, and all of a sudden, I feel like someone kind of shoved me. And I look to my left where the girl was standing, and this other girl had come and pushed her from behind, and she had fallen on the ground. And, like, these other five girls came out of nowhere and started stepping on her face, like oh, stomping God. on her girls and kicking worst. her while she was down. And uh, they, they did it for, like, a minute, and they all left. And then you could see, like, shoe marks on her face. Uh. From and where they, had, they had stepped on her. No, <laughs> I saw I saw a girl gang fight. I'm once. Just saying that people got kicked in the face back then. Uh, what I'm saying is, Gus is sitting around watching a girl get her ass. Listen, <laughs> I wasn't getting in there. I saw what was happening to her. I, I must have weighed like 90 pounds if I was lucky. <laughs> no way I was getting in there. That's. I also saw girls in the same school, by the way, who would. Uh, who would grow their na- fingernails long, then they would take a hole puncher and punch in the center of every nail. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. So that's they awesome. Had two sharp points on every on every yeah. fingernail. Then when they get in fights, they just claw at each other and uh, just rip skin up like crazy. It was like having a... Like being like Wolverine, I guess. <laughs> like having a bunch of fucking little knives on your hands. They sharpen their teeth, too. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be a little awesome. file. Um, when I was... And I may have told this story already. I went to school in a zoo. <laughs> when I was uh, I was in Canada visiting a friend of mine and it was a uh, shit where was it well, Canadians are tough it was in Manitoba I was in Winnipeg and I was at some bar and uh, at some point we were outside and we were about to leave and there, there were a bunch of like like English speaking girls were hanging out and at some point we heard the scream come from a car and the car like squealed and like ran and like all these girls jumped, like ran into the parking lot. All these girls jumped out. These French speaking girls, and they like the, the the lead French speaking girl attacked this lead English speaking girl, and they had this huge cat fight. And all these other girls were it was like girl on girl, like that must have been the hottest day of your life. It was less sexy than you would think. <laughs> it Maybe it's because I'm not into the French. I don't know. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> no animals were involved. No, I don't know. It's just weird to see. Were they going like le pow? <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it was actually kind of like kind of made me sick to my stomach to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know violence. It's I'm not turned on about it. I just I don't know. I thought the scars were interesting, hmm. but I think scars are interesting anyway. It's just you know stories. Is that the first date move? They just bust out the scars. I guess I didn't know we were, I didn't know we were on a date. <laughs> we were just hanging out. <laughs> but I was I was. Did you fight your friends too? Even. Uh, yeah, I've been in fights with friends. Yeah, sure. a couple times. I was thinking yeah. the other day that you guys might be like my only friends that I haven't been in fights with. This came up because we were upstairs. What, is that a challenge? <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> put on one of Griffin's furry suits. And I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, fight, I'll put my animal theory to the test. By the way, that came up constantly at Comic Con. People wanted me to fight an animal. People latched onto that. No one showed up with an animal though, did they? They wanted to take me to the zoo. Do you see that picture? Of that fucking leopard attacking that dude's head while you were at Comic Con. Nope. You could not beat that leopard. It's like there were like four dudes looking for this leopard. Three of them have helmets on. Who did the leopard go for? The guy without the, the helmet without on. Without the it. helmet. The, the leopard is on the guy's head, like gnawing at it. And everyone else with the helmets just kind of like turned and staring at him. 
<laughs> like he's the girl getting stepped on. <laughs> is he? Uh, is, is the leopard doing that house cat move where it grabs you with the front paws and then kicks you? It with looked it? like that was going on. It, it, was, it was just one image. It also looked like it was eating his brain. Oh god! It was pretty. It was pretty rough. Where was that? That was like India. Or Listen, something, I right? want to be. I want to be clear about something. Okay, I want to be clear. I didn't say I could beat any animal. I'm just saying I couldn't be killed by an animal, even like a shark or a bear. <laughs> I can fight it to the point where it won't kill me. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm like going to choke a bear out. What is the biggest animal you've ever gotten into a fight with? Um, there was a guy in college <laughs> named uh, Bryce. <laughs> he was pretty big. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that. I'm sure I'm bringing the picture of the leopard <laughs> eating the dude's head. I think it's the cameraman for whatever they're doing. Oh, God. Everyone else has a helmet. They have like those helmets that you see like in Fallout. Like the those old bulbous motorcycle helmets. The news report said that the leopard succumbed to injuries while trying to capture it. So, you know, we have a friend that I constantly try to get to fight me. I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know who I'm talking about? No idea. Okay. So every time we're at a party, I try to get Frank to fight me. You don't want to do that. I know that. I know I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Here's the way I pitch it to Frank. I say, Frank, let's go in the front yard. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to attack you. I'm going to fight you. And I want to see... If you can take me down, like if I have a, if I have enough fighting skill against someone who is what is his training? I don't know. He's, he's got been, he's been doing stuff for like twenty years. Yeah. He's got a he's got a, he's a third level black belt in taekwondo and a black belt in kuksul wan, and then a he's belt. a brown belt in uh, some kind of kung fu. I always, he's got like he's like two he's black belted in two different forms and a brown belt in kung fu. He finally got into a fight. Like he he finally did, right? A couple of years ago and destroyed a dude. Yeah. Yeah. I and I tell you what, the party the party at your house, Gus, I, I had him on the edge. I got him mad enough to where he was like, <laughs> uh, he was gonna go out in the front yard and fight me. That's one of my last coherent memories that I have. You know what drives me fucking crazy about that stupid party? I'm gonna keep banging the table. Very very he, feisty this morning. <laughs> he just won't he just won't he won't do it. It's for your own safety. That's what he keeps he's, telling he's me. like an animal. He's been doing this for like twenty years. I know. That's the test of the theory. I wanna see if I can I wanna see if I get one good punch in and knock him out before he can pull us. We have we have another friend we talk about named Justin. Who's a big dude? He's about I don't know what you think like 6'2 and like two thirty, but it's yeah. a it's a it's a it's a muscular two thirty, right? Mm-hmm. I mean he's a little he's a little soft, but he's a big dude and a tough dude, and I would never fuck with him. And uh, the, he and Frank lived together for years, and he was always trying to get Frank to box him, and always trying to get Frank to box him. Yeah. And Frank was just like, I don't want to do it. And finally, one day, he got Frank to box him, and within a minute, he had a broken nose. <laughs> but it's a good story. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's funny. What you, what, what, broken nose? What am I, you know, my modeling career is going to be? Breathing. Your breathing rated. career. <laughs> Although I did, I also, tried to, I also tried to fight Dan when Dan was doing that Israeli. Krav Maga. Krav, I wouldn't fight Dan either. You, he took you to that, right? It, it, it was just an, a lot of awkward you hugging Dan it, for a long Krav time. Is Krav just like grabbing genitals and like I kicked him in the dick as hard as I could because we were getting an instruction from the dude. And the dude was like, all right, and then you're going to do this move. I go, okay, and I did it as hard as I could. And Dan wasn't ready and it was just on the ground. And the guy was like, no, 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 you don't fucking – ah, dude, I, I have to show him how to block first. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're like an overzealous student. I was. I was. But I was like, okay. You, you went like twice with him, and, I went twice. and it, eventually you quit. You're like, I don't didn't expect to be hugging Dan this much, like because it's it a lot a, of like grappling. Ninety percent right? of it was rolling around on the ground, grabbing genitals. <laughs> yeah, no, it was and throats. Do they do they include women? I mean, can girls <laughs> there, there were girls there. Oh, really? No girls you would want to roll around on the ground and grab her, their genitals. Though. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> but the way Dan described it to me too was that it was a guy's garage. And then they would move everything out on the weekend and 
it was like a wood paneling <laughs> situation where it's a bunch of dudes where they're all standing around in essentially their underwear wrestling in this guy's uncondi- <laughs> in the morning on a Saturday. On an air-conditioned garage. It sounds like some kind of wannabe fight club. No, it sounds like, sounds, sounds like some kind of wannabe fuck club. <laughs> and this is what I talked to Anna, he said, he said, come to the class. He said, I don't want to go to class. I just want to, let's just fight. Because we were in Buda, so we go out the railroad track. Yeah. And we'll just fight, and Dan wouldn't do it. He wanted to clear out the... Uh, he wanted to clear out the furniture in the living room. You can't roll around on the railroad tracks. It'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> I wouldn't do it next to I'd need a rock to grab or something. But it's, it's not nearly as romantic as the living room. Yeah, clearing out the furniture, and then you guys come in, and Dan and I are wrestling <laughs> in the living room. In your underwear. Dan still does that like three times a week, by the way. <laughs> For like, I'm going to guess four years straight. Uh, he, yeah. he must be awesome at it then. I think he is. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. See, I have no training, I'm, I feel like. That's, so that's a discussion we had upstairs. Carrie has sparring gloves. I'm like... Carrie, you're you're a whatever degree black belt in Taekwondo. Apparently Tyler has studied Aikido. I was like, let's go, let's fight. And then they get into this whole thing of like Carrie's like, What, you're a lot bigger than me, you have to change my stance. I'm like, Do you pick who you would fight when you are in these defensive martial arts? Like do they go out and go, No, I'm not gonna fight you, I'll fight the guy behind you, you know. So I'm still trying to convince Carrie to spar with me. That's funny though, because that make it a job requirement. There you yeah, go. It is kind of curious though <laughs> that the lowest level employee beats the shit out of the highest level employee. <laughs> that can be a sudden change in the hierarchy. Around so, here. Suddenly, Carrie is a main character in RVB. <laughs> He's on the blue team and the red team. <laughs> and I just want to be clear: Carrie is not the lowest level employee. Yeah, Carrie. I was going to say. Stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny because when I was in high school, we had to take a self defense class, and they showed us all of these like. Not flips, but like with somebody you grab, you could throw them. Uh-huh. Sure. Like, like judo. Yeah, but they always required somebody coming up at a really awkward angle and doing something really that no one would ever do in real life. Like somebody, come, if somebody ever approaches me from the side and hugs me from the side around the tops of my shoulders, I'm fucking set. Like I know how to throw that person. <laughs> you get but like that's it. That's all you, I know you how to do. Still remember? Yeah, I know how to do that. Let's film it. Yeah, when you flip. The only, I gotta uh, do some practicing. It's been years. The only martial arts training you need is. That's my purse. I don't know you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Turn around and kick him in the dick. That's a great episode. Yeah, it is. Talk about King of the Hill. Yeah. yeah. Bobby. You, did you see the... Uh, did we talk about... No, we didn't. The, the Beavis and Butthead? We, we talked about it in the office. The, the four-minute preview of the new Beavis and Butthead show is the first three minutes of the Beavis and Butthead show that you remember where they hit lick frogs and... I am Cornholio. Yeah, yeah all that stuff. It's just as fresh as it was then. You know? <laughs> but instead of like them commenting on music videos, since MTV doesn't play music videos, they comment on reality shows. And there's a minute and a half, I showed it to you, yeah, of them great. commenting on the Jersey Shore. That's one of the funniest things I've ever it, seen. It was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. It made up for the rest. So Yeah, I never got into it the first time around. Yeah. Really? The... the you won't get into the story. You, stuff. you won't get into this either. But you would like the the Jersey Shore stuff. Jersey Shore stuff. Jersey Shore stuff. Are you sick at all, by the way, Griffin? Sick? No. I, I can't determine if I have allergies or if I picked up one of these. Oh, con, you know, what? I con cold. As soon as I walked into um, the studio this morning, I sneezed like five times, and I wasn't sure if it's just like dust because we're cleaning in there finally. Mm-hmm. It, we <laughs> complain about how our office is too small. It's because. We have junk on the floor everywhere, and you can't <laughs> you can't go from one part of the office to the other without like having to do this complicated it's, like, it's like winding. Of hoarders. Oh my god, no, it's bad. So we're getting rid of stuff that we had, like, right. th- and it's honestly like we just get so busy. Like yeah. we saw the Family Guy set up from like a short ages ago that finally got dismantled yesterday, um, and then there's a bunch of other stuff that's been like kind of lingering in the background that isn't really necessary mm-hmm. to have around anymore. But so, no, I don't think I'm. So sick. nobody got uh, an illness from the convention. I'm, I'm not sure if I have allergies or if I got a cold. It seems a little late to pick it up, though, because Comic-Con is 
you know. It could have been dormant. Five Building days. up its strength. It's true. <laughs> I hope not. Man, fucking that uh, hand sanitizer is your best friend yeah, at those events. I use it a lot. It's mainly, like, I, I think to use it mainly if I shake, like, a really sweaty or clammy yeah. hand, which is, you know, we, we should get, frequently. <laughs> we should get giant buckets and just dip our hands in them constantly. <laughs> yeah, or we should just get one of those, like, plexiglass screens with, like, the glove, like the gloves that are attached to it. You put your arms through. Like, like, like sandblasting? Like no, like reverse bubble boy. Like, yeah. we'll be the boy in the bubble and have, like, hand things that can come out. The moops. But I, I don't actually, <laughs> I don't tend to get, I know that, like, a lot of people get sick. Like, I, know, I, mean, I talk to every time Luke McKay goes to a convention, he gets sick, it seems like. But I never do. And I think maybe it's, I don't know. Like, it's because he's cause, a little wilder. Like he's he's a single guy, so he runs around and like does more at no, night. It's because we're tougher from not having as good health care as the Canadians. There you go. We got to deal with it. Yeah. Fucking softy Canadians. I don't know what it is, but I I don't tend to get sick. I did get we, sick coming back from Boston just because of the cold. We can wait for eight hours in a doctor's office for free. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, I'm the same. I think because I'm traveling so much, I think that I uh, just get my allergy shots too many times, and I think it's like. Coming back to haunt me now. But this is not allergy season. I mean, unless you're allergic to mold, because that's all year round. I'm allergic. I was allergic to uh, when they tested me two things. For some reason, I'm allergic to sage. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> okay. I'm allergic to sage, so I guess I won't be part of any Wiccan rituals. But uh, <laughs> the, is it sage? Right? Don't yeah. They burn that to, uh-huh. to mm-hmm. purify a house. It's not the only culture maybe, that maybe uses they, it, but yeah. Maybe they burn it to get you out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're oh, what they're away. I'm an evil spirit. I'm allergic to sage. <laughs> Nobody's surprised. But the uh, but the uh, the other thing was the cedar that everyone's allergic to here in Austin. Yeah, it's bad. I think if you even if you're not allergic to cedar, like there's it's supposed to have like the highest mountain cedar count in the world or something it here is, yeah. in austin mm-hmm. and it's it's awful and th- there were some record-breaking years the last few years hey speaking of speaking of austin congratulations austin it just got voted the second best city in america for singles what's the first uh new orleans oh nah, <laughs> really so they really? say lost in new orleans. really it was uh, it was new orleans austin las vegas hmm. and then i think new york was number four austin's pretty great <clears throat> i would start to be single in new york it seems like you need a double income to live in New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know how you would meet anyone in New York either. Are you kidding? You mug them. You mug them? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't hug them from the side or they'll flip you. Oh, God. Just show up at a guy's garage in your underwear. That's right. <laughs> Start wrestling with people. There are certainly some cities that you have to like and get invited to house parties to even meet anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's so much of a social life in New York. I mean, people go out so much. You know, That's a big mm-hmm. part of being in New York. So you probably meet people a lot. That way. Yeah, but you couldn't go out with people you know, right? In those cities? I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's one thing, you know, in New York, someone approaches you that you don't know. Your inclination is not to, this is going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I know. But, like, when I, I lived in Jersey, we would go to New York for the weekend, and you just look in the paper, and it'd be like, oh, there's an art gallery opening tonight. Free wine for from 8 to 11. And you'd be like, oh, I like free wine. I'm and sure. You do, you do that stuff. Free wine's the best tasting wine. You meet a lot of people that way. You meet a lot of other people looking for free wine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you put free wine in the paper. Yeah. God, I can't imagine what kind of crowd you get. So, you want to talk about Comic-Con a little bit? Yeah. Some of the cool stuff that we saw at Comic-Con? Sure. Let's go. So, they had a, they had an Always Sunny panel and that's what i hear and uh did you go to it well no because we had to work uh, but um right brandon's girlfriend came uh catherine and she got to go because she because all the all the things like that you have to wait in line like hours yeah for. so we just couldn't get away I w- otherwise i would have done the supernatural dude one. always always sunny is maybe my favorite television show of all time i would not wait more than 15 minutes to see those but they showed lines. the first episode I'm of the new you. season I, i'll see it on fx or on i'll see it on zune in two months you know well she got to talk to danny devito and um, I don't know if I talk, I don't know why I wouldn't talk about this, but she um, got video of him talking to her about her asking about my zombie plan shirt, which she got from the booth. 
um, which is kind of funny. Which is an endorsement. There you go. Danny DeVito loves red versus blue. There you go, right there. That is the logical conclusion to make from there that. There you go. But apparently uh, Mac, who gained a bunch of weight, has already lost it all. Oh, has he really? Oh, that's a shame. That photo was, you showed me was great. It was pretty funny. He gained 50 pounds. Can I ask you, though, if that if you're going to just lose the weight right away, why don't you just get a fat suit? Like, why, why go through the trouble? Like, why put your body through a, that? Because it's a fun two months. It's <laughs> a lot of barbecue yeah. and well, sitting around. They had a kid, because he's married to D on the show. Right. And so now the speculation is he just said it was for the show. Right. Maybe yeah. he really did just gain a bunch of weight. Did yeah. you Did you go through that? I think you gained some weight. I gained when, a lot of weight when we had a kid, yeah. Yeah. I'm meaning to talk to you about that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that, like, they say that men go through the same, like, during pregnancy or whatever, they'll go through, like, sympathetic symptoms, kind of, you know? Like, they'll put on some weight or they'll get moody at a certain time. And did you experience that? No, not really. Not really. My wife said that I was a lot nicer to her the first pregnancy than the second pregnancy. She talks about that a lot. She said she felt like a queen during the first pregnancy. Jeff was not that nice in the first, and he's better be better on the second. Do, do, uh, there's a second? Are you guys having another kid? No. No, no, no. no that's the worst. No, Every no, time you, 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 everyone <laughs> at the booth that I was pregnant. Like, I did. Every time I, did. I, did. I, was like, I did. If I complained about anything, it was like, really? Isn't that a symptom? Like, and then all these she's kids like, out there. She goes like, oh, I get so nauseous in the morning. That's what started it. <laughs> like, she came to the booth one day. She's like, you just get so nauseous in the morning. I'm like, wow, nauseous in the morning. Then she was moody, and then. Yeah, but I'm always moody. What else was it? She wanted to eat something random, you know? So. <laughs> Watch out. Have you, I mean, how would you know? Do you, I mean. Uh, no, I know. There's just no, phys- it's just not possible. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> you get, that's how you get, that's how you get married is you get pregnant, right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how, how we get married, yeah. <laughs> Never make that mistake again. Nope. So, Love but, you, Millie. But the booth, the booth was a ton of fun. Um, I mean, it was, it was a steady stream of people the entire weekend, mm-hmm. you know? You know, sometimes you get those little lulls at the booth where there's just, you know, you're mm-hmm. waiting for the next person to show up. There was none of that. What uh, what was the question of the con? Like, there's always one prevailing question that you get asked over and over again. Well, well I was talking about this yesterday with some of the guys upstairs that haven't been to a con, and I said one of the biggest functions of the con for us besides promotion is that it's a weird way to poll the audience because they come up and they talk to you about what you're doing. We do so much different stuff now that it's actually really important to us. Sure. Um, and th- this time around, the big thing that people talked about was literally all the different stuff we're working on. Like they, they, okay. they brought that up. They Just like the, the wealth of entertainment value that they're receiving for us from free. You said it more poetically than they <laughs> said it. But they said – essentially it was like, how do you guys make all this different stuff all the time? Because even on the reel that we had showing in the booth, we had the Captain America sketch. Mm-hmm. We had the first four action scenes from season nine. We had the Caboose PSA. And then we had something else. I don't know what else the other thing was. But it was – yeah, that's the main thing they said. Also, the people who listen to the Angry drunk- Birds, I think, on there too. Angry Birds. That's what it was. Uh, the people who listen to the drunk tank are much different than every other person that comes up to our booth. Yes. Really? What's that? How so? Hard to explain. Just older, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. That's like they're, they're a, lot of, a lot of monocles and top hats. No, but I think that driving my box. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of people advertisers would want to appeal to. For the most part, no. But I, this is it's weird. And maybe it's just because they they know us better as people, just because of the nature of the drunk tank. But you're right. They're older, and they tend to be a lot more like. I don't want to be rude to anyone, but socially capable, <laughs> or they're just friendlier, I guess. Like in yeah, in like a more conversational. Well, they might, well, well, just, they, that, maybe might, that's just the nature yeah, of the yeah, drunk tank. That might be a side yeah. effect of them knowing more about us. Yeah, and being able to re- relate on that level because just you, about shows. If, if you like watch Red versus Blue, then you are you would like you would relate to the characters, and like if you saw Joel, you'd be like, "Hey, Caboose, let's talk about Caboose." But if you just listen to the drunk tank, I guess you know. Yeah, that's true. People will say, "Is Griff here?" 
Right. You know, yeah. and then the, the drunk tank guys that come up are like, hey, where's Jeff? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I've noticed actually something I heard, like like you were saying, you heard a lot of people saying talking about just the amount of stuff that we make. A lot of people came up and they were like, oh, you make this too. And they were surprised they didn't know what Reverse Blue was because they had come to the website in a totally different way, which is always interesting to me because that's sort of a new thing. Mm-hmm. Like that other shows are sort of bringing people into the community. Yeah, it's, oh, speaking of the community, do you want to talk about quit that? Quit hitting the table. Man, God damn it. Sorry, quit sorry. fucking hitting the table. I've been trying to be quiet about it. Entire podcast. 45 minutes. I'm going, don't hit the table. And you keep fuck. Let's all. There. <laughs> so screaming into the microphone is better. Yes. Because that's entertaining. I just want to be. Oh, yeah. That's entertaining. I want to be clear. I was so entertained he's yelling at Griffin. He's not yelling at me. Can I be, <laughs> can I be, can I, can I be honest? I found the entire thing entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't yell too loud. You don't want Jeff to get new scars on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me see. I gotta see these scars. Let, come these on, scars let me see. On my knuckles. Yeah, I haven't seen them in a while. Maybe, did you just like draw them on? For the <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's better to have scars on your knuckles than on your face. <laughs> that was that was years and years ago. I don't. Yeah. Huh. Do you have any scars? Either of you? What's that? Do either of you have scars? Yeah, I got a ton of scars. I got some scars. Who does have scars? I don't. I have a. Big... You ever seen this scar on my forehead? Oh, look at that! Bam! Yeah. That one. I got one here too. I got one under this eyebrow. Man, you're fucked up. We're, that one sucks. We're having a Jaws yeah. moment here. Star right there. <laughs> so I have a big like drill hole mark on my legs <laughs> from Doom, the Doom episode of Immersion. I'm drilling into your own. Yeah, leg. I decided yeah. that I didn't want to put my project on the table, so I just put my lap like I don't know. I was using a, like a three quarter inch drill. I mean, you posted a picture of that, didn't you? Yeah, the aftermath. That of that. sucked because Jeff was there too, and like had that jeans on. Um, so it went partly went through the jeans, but for the mo- it twisted the jeans around my skin. So I had to like reverse the drill oh. out because I couldn't get the dr- I couldn't pull the drill out. I had to like reverse it out. Yeah. You know, you worked in a machine shop. I did. The yeah. worst thing is clothes. You don't realize how dangerous your clothes are. Clothes are dangerous. Yeah. That's, that's why we. That was the most pain. I think is all the little blood blisters that I got from the the jean fabric. That's oh. why uh, my boss explained to me that we had to work naked all the time uh. <laughs> in the garage for, for our safety. <laughs> there was that woman who who uh, it's not clothes, but that woman at the dry cleaner on South Congress Fuck, who died because her hair got caught in the dry cleaning machine and it pulled her in. That's Fuck. sad. That's not a dry cleaner anymore now. What is it? It's a. Uh, I think it's parts and labor now. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It's like a, a boutique. Yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was there. the place that turned into Home Slice 2. Or it's Home Slice 2. You're right, it's Home Slice no, 2. No, no, that wasn't where she died. She died at the old Ace one, which was like I think it's Stag now, isn't it? There. Oh, is it Stag? Okay. I feel like I it's Stag. I can yeah, I can remember the name of the place. It's right between both uh, home slices. That, that used to be a dry cleaner, but that's not the one. Oh. It's down across from Blackmail, uh, like in Doc's Garage okay. over there. Sure. Okay. It's, it's where parts and labor is now. All right. I guess I just heard it was the wrong one. Mm. Okay. I believe you. D- didn't someone, on a totally unrelated note to the, <laughs> to the, the lady dying, dying, dying death. didn't someone propose uh, at our booth at Comic-Con? Going yeah. back to the Comic-Con topic. That was pretty cool. So there was a death of dating <laughs> at Comic-Con. Death of youth and freedom. You know yeah. what? We, Jeff, we talked. It was a very nice moment, and it was amazing the amount of people who came up afterwards and were, like, so bitter about it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was amazing. Like, was, the reaction that other people's happiness causes on other people. Oh, really? No, yeah. there's wait, awesome, wait, man. you're serious? Like, people were bitter? Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah, you were there, and you had a conversation yeah. with the dude. Um, but so Matt and, Matt and Grace... This couple that's been on the website. Um, I don't know how long they've been on the website. Matt is apparently colorblind because he dressed up as Tucker and kept painting him like church. <laughs> he had this. Oh, so they, they were dressed in full armor and they were dressed as Tucker and sister. Okay. And the armor looked great. Spartan and, Five. Yeah. Okay. I want to say yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark's no, it's Mark Six. Mark Six. Hey, okay. right. So and then he had a fully lit up energy sword. Yeah. Which oh, was nice. Cool. Yeah. I, I have no idea how it was powered. 
But anyway, so... But he was light blue. And the armor was actually really good. I thought that they looked both looked really great. So they'd been by the booth a few times in armor. And then he had come up and talked... To, he had sent emails to Gus yeah. leading up to it. And then he kind of coordinated with me after that. And then... Um, already, already shows he's a smart dude. He coordinates with the one female in the booth. There you well, go. <laughs> that, can, that can help handle it. Um, so so he came back early and set up speakers. And he had this whole plan and like had a routine. And then he was going to involve us. And I told him, don't rely on us to remember lines or anything. Just you guys. We'll be there and be supportive. But... I don't want to mess this up for you. He's yeah. like, yeah, good point. So he came back later and they did this sort of cosplay routine in front of the booth. And she thought that that's all they were doing. She did, wasn't, wasn't in on it. Um, and then at some point he pulls off his helmet, gets down on one knee and pulls out this ring, which is ridiculous. I mean, you should have seen it. It was like, it was ridiculous. He probably, I, they're not going to be buying a house anytime soon. <laughs> okay. there, there are a lot of very intelligent, independent women that we interface with through Red versus Blue that I love them. You would not believe how quickly all that veneer drops when an enormous diamond ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, blah. and then they were, you know, they were like, look at that thing. Yeah, Somebody's- but it wasn't just her. It was like every woman anywhere near were like, pretty much. The ring. So like all like, five of them at Comic Con, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the, we were, it was uh, you, Mary, and Kathleen were there, and they were like in on it too, you know. Um, but no, it was it was really really sweet. This thing was like a doorknob. Yeah, <laughs> it was enormous. She looked like she was like the next day. She looked like she was tired on that. Like side did she leaned aside now. She developed back problems. <laughs> yeah. Like dragging that herb. She uh, look and her instinct. You can probably see they're putting a video on Waypoint, aren't they? Yeah, because they were um, they were filming it with um, three four three. Yeah, yeah, but we have to. The sound. I mean, it was so loud, so you couldn't really hear the because um, the speakers only went so high. So um, I think he sent us the sound file. We're going to send it to them just so we can actually hear the cosplay routine with it. But um, no, it was really sweet. But then afterward, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, well, well, you know, they did the whole sketch and they acted out a scene between Tucker and Sister, right? So they played the sound file and then they had bobbed their heads and moved around. They had like little pantomime. What action. was the scene? Was it, it was, the female ejaculation scene? It was scene? pretty vulgar. <laughs> it, was, it was totally. Ping pong ball scene? Totally. It was totally inappropriate. I mean, Sister, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's our most vulgar character. There was a lot of pelvic thrusting. I'm like, is this really. This is. Was it when she, uh, <laughs> when, was it when she fell in the ice life. and came out <laughs> pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> it was when she. It, literally, one of the lines was she said, well, who wants to be the girl who's known for having six abortions? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. You know, it was, so it was definitely a racier part of the series. And uh, so they're going through all this. They're wearing all this huge, heavy armor and all this. This the the girl has no idea it's coming. The dude drops down to one knee, pulls out the ring, picks it up off the table, the ring case, and opens it. I, I mean, I've never seen a faster reaction to anything. She literally had her helmet off and had her left glove off within like. <laughs> It was like watching Instinct in action. You know what I mean, it's like I don't even think she knew she was doing it. She did it that fast. Like it almost seemed like she was in on it because of how quickly she reacts. You know, I, it's so funny because we were. Uh, I think Caleb and I were in the we we're in the elevator and we were so we were talking to some girl randomly and she was like, "Oh yeah, my friends just got proposed to at your booth." I'm like, "Oh, that's your friends with them in there." She was like, "Yeah, yeah." We all came together as a group. We've been like, "There's a group of five of us staying in this hotel room," which now this is getting kind of awkward. <laughs> like, she's like, "I guess I'm gonna have to find another place to sleep tonight. I don't really know what to do." It's just sort of funny. No, that yeah. sounds that sounds like an incredibly sweet moment. It was yeah. very, very sweet. But no, it was really the awesome. sweetness caused a lot of like bitterness in people around. It was weird. It was weird to see. Did it make other people jealous that they're alone or something? Well, no, people that have been through it, I guess. And yeah, like, really, I side. remember when I felt that way. <laughs> yeah, it was like, can you suspend that for like five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah they just couldn't. wait at least until they're out of earshot before you talk about the reality. It's of- like the internet <laughs> comments are there live, like, fake. Talk yes, to me in yes, six months. It was totally like, the, yeah, it totally was like that. <laughs> it was like YouTube in action. <laughs> 
The word you have to refresh. I, I did violate a bit of a guy code, too, because the guy said that to me. You know, he's not like a married guy there. Because Griffin and I were in the booth, and this guy makes this comment to me, and I like, so I was like, shut up, dude. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this 45-year-old guy with his kids. kids right there with him. Too. Talking about, yeah, like, Yeah, kind of. It was weird. Yeah. He was kidding. But in the way that, I don't know, it was just like walking that line a little bit too far to the bitter side. Well, you know, I needed, we were, we were working pretty hard and I'd been like traveling around the country, you know, all earlier in the week dealing with some family stuff. So I was like, get you some, you know, can, a little bit of happiness, can a little ray yeah. of sunshine before you fucking dark cloud come in and be an asshole. Hey, speaking of uh, bitter, have you seen the latest episode of Louie? Where he goes to see his great aunt. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I have it. Before we get too far away, this is, can I say one thing? Sure, yeah. It's going to make you so happy. Okay. So... Allison Stroll, who's, you know, I said, I, she's one of our main points of contact over at 343. Fabulous lady. Got we, me to like sushi. We, did she really? Yeah, yeah, she's the reason I like sushi. God, she's the amazing. turning point. Years and years of being married to me, and then Allison walks in. Yeah. Here's all the sushi, and you love that's it. That's all it took. But, she, <laughs> but I gave her a text, and I said, hey, there's going to be this wedding proposal at our booth at 4 o'clock. And she was like, Tsh. I mean, she was there in like 12 seconds. Yeah. Like camera crew and all that stuff, going to film it. And uh, one of the guys that was helping her film it was David Ellis. And so we had a great time with them this weekend. We went out. David's like, also a great guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. So when I had them all in the room, uh, including Frank O'Connor, because I was on the official Halo po- uh, panel at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. That was interesting too. Um, I, got to, I had them all in one room. Okay, We're having dinner. And I said, I want everyone's permission that we can get David Ellis – that we can bring – we just heard sex moaning sounds. What was yeah, that? I don't, I don't know. What is going on? It's probably it's, – I don't know who it is. Probably, it's probably Jen Brown, the, oh, the actress right, who right. plays Carolina. She's she's crazy. She's having a sexy scene th- this week. No, she's <laughs> saying, no, 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 no. Outtakes. She's probably just yelling at the top of her lungs. She tends to do that sometimes. She's got she's a lot of auditioning for a new part. A lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, she probably wants to audition for sister. Um, anyway, so I got permission from all of those people on record that David Ellis can come on our podcast. And talk about some of his stories. That dude's a master storyteller. <laughs> I, dude, he has some crazy stories. Have we talked about his stories I'm not ambiguously? No, no, no. On, I'm asking if we have. But you told me a story of his, and I didn't realize that that was the same guy. Until and last it's, night when it's I... It's strange to put the two and two, two, the story and him together, because he just seems like a... He just seems really... Like he would never... That would never happen to him. Let me put it this way. Jeff could never take David along on one of his first dates because Jeff would be like, see this little scar here on the head? <laughs> and David would be like, check this out. So Here's the fuck, exit wound. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it, we'll go up there to get him to tell the story. Yeah, right? that we'll, guy's, we'll take the recording set up to him. That guy's got some That guy's got some stories. So so this is a little a coming preview that, that hopefully David Ellis, next time he's down in town, he will be on the Joint Tank Podcast. That would be fantastic. That would be awesome. We're yeah. supposed to do karaoke with those guys. I think you thought we had avoided that. <laughs> yes. Stay, uh, of, stay of execution. So they're going to come and we're going to go to the highball and we're going to do some karaoke. That's awesome. There's some uh, – if you want something a little more uh, low rent, there's some great Korean karaoke places up on North Lamar. No. Where you take your own booze and they just like come by and bring you mixers. I've been to that, but the problem is the songbook or whatever. Like yeah. they don't put it in order of artists. They put it in order of songs. So you have to remember the song yeah. title, and which the is remote, really hard to and do. And the remote's entirely in Korean. It's and tough. <laughs> the on-screen yeah. setup. So you really have to like – it's impossible. Figure, try to figure it out and work at it. So it's like a gray market karaoke <laughs> booth, right? Yeah, is yeah. that what it sounds like? Yeah. You ever buy anything gray market like that? Um, I don't think so. I bought something. I can't remember what it was, though. Uh, I think I bought a camera like from uh, one of those right. camera stores in New Orleans once when I was in my yeah, 20s. There you go. Yeah. You always <laughs> get like, the Korean book with it. And, and, and the menus are all in Japanese, yeah. and you have to figure out in Japanese how to turn it over to English. Yeah. When I was in Japan, I bought uh, a camera, like a little digital camera. 
But that's not quite the same. It's interesting story, though. You know, we talked. <laughs> we fucking were later. <laughs> you want to go fucking scar on your nose, no, asshole? No, no. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. Well, you know, we talked about how things spread. You know, like how did the blowing on a Nintendo cartridge? How did that spread across the country? Oh, right. Who was the guy you think that first designed the? inner city downtown electronic shop that's like the silver panels with the glass <laughs> as you walk in with the stuff on either side. That's like the design for every electronic shop in every city. Yep. Mm-hmm. When you said New Orleans, it's like just like instantly. I, that, yeah. I can think about five of those on, on Canal, Canal Street. Street. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's crazy. Um, before we get away from Comic-Con, did you want to talk about your panel? Uh, yeah. So you were on a panel as well, Griffin. Mm-hmm. How yeah. did you do that, by the way? Let's talk about Bernie's first. This was first anyway. So I was invited to be on the official Halo panel, the Halo, the Halo Universe, Universe Halo yeah. Universe panel. So it was that means Red vs Blue is officially canon now, right? They can't take that away from us. Yeah, we talked about that. We were going to try to make that happen, but um, that didn't happen. By the way. <laughs> so it was um, it was it was Frank and Kevin, and then Greg Bear and Karen Travis. So Frank and Kevin were you know architects of the Halo Universe, right? You know, kind of overseeing everything. Uh, Greg and Karen were novelists, and then um, two guys that did a demonstration of developers for 343 that did a demonstration of specifically of Halo Anniversary. Uh, they also showed a really cool video that I feel like I shouldn't discuss too much because it might be spoilerish, you know, because it's a kind of like a teaser thing. So you should just go see it because if I say anything about it, it'll kind of ruin it for you um, that they showed at the panel, which I'm sure they're going to put up on Waypoint. Is it a Halo Anniversary video? I don't no. want to say too much about okay. it, so you should, you should probably I, see it. They did put out a video last week that showed uh, the ability to switch between classic and current mode. That was that was the demonstration they showed for Anniversary. God, yeah. that is fucking cool, man. Right. It is really, really cool. Did you see when they go in the water mm-hmm. and they switch from the – what it is is in Halo Anniversary, you can switch back to the old engine and see the game as it was in the original graphics. Instantly, like on the fly by hitting a button. Just to like compare the two? Yeah. That's awesome. It's on, and I think they showed the level Pillar of Autumn. Uh, uh, no, silent no, oh, I'm sorry, silent cartographer. Yeah, which it's like the one where you land on the beach. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like a classic moment in Halo. Yeah, great. But that's the one I remember the strongest. Yeah. But, uh, so they showed that. They showed that the build they had in this particular panel. They even said it's a little bit laggy when you press it, and apparently they've already made it. So now it's instantaneous. It's just flop back and forth. Uh, when you think I want to see you hit the back button, I think okay. I'm not sure uh, to do it. So we did that, um, and this was like the the easiest panel in the world for me because I just sat there and. Did basically color commentary, <laughs> and that was it. It's like this is what it's like to be Jeff all the time. You know? <laughs> it's like I have no narrative responsibilities here at all. It's a good gig, right? It is. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. And it's, I, it's good life. I sat next to Karen Travis, who uh, she's awesome. She yeah, is, she's yeah. great. and she's working on a new novel. And I had just read um, Cryptum, which is their first forerunner novel by Greg Bear. That was crazy, man. That's really different from everything else. Really? Yeah, and I was a little behind. I got kind of tripped up on Cole Protocol, so I had to go and read Krypton before. I'm not going to show up on a panel where I haven't read somebody's book. You right. know what I mean? Sure. Oh, God. So. <laughs> <laughs> so why, Does what that sound like a great segue? No. Yeah, speaking of not being prepared. Um, yes, yeah, so I... What was, the, what was the name the, of the panel? The panel was called uh, There and Play Again, Video Games to Comics. I'm sorry to hit the table. I'm very... I need something to hit. I'm going to have to have something. Next time, we'll have something. Um... Guess, yeah, guess so the problem was, like, I, I before I went to Comic-Con, we were really busy with Captain America short. Um, and I had, like, gotten this email. Um, Allison introduced me um, to Kathleen Sanders, who's Ninja Harlot. That's how I've gotten to know her, which is funny. From but, t- her Twitter handle is Ninja Harlot. This is the problem. I have trouble with names, and everyone's got two to three names. I'm, I'm way better, especially in the booth, I'm way better with people's uh, screen names than I am with their yeah. Yeah. names. Yeah, and I think it's because those names... 
stand out and they're chosen and they're not. Because, you know, the, I know like several Kathleen's at this point. Yeah. I know. yeah. And I'm also better with, I'm also way better with uh, avatars than I am with faces. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, when I meet someone in the booth, they tell me they are and I'm like, oh, I, can, I remember your avatar very well. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, in, no, but they should wear shirts that have the avatars on them. Yeah, like instead of name tags. Yeah, hello, my my name, my internet faces. We should, we should, seriously, we should consider that for RTX for badges that people can put their avatar. That's a cool idea. People, yeah. some people change their avatar though. Yeah, they should not do that. Yeah, I think you should have one avatar change a year. That's it. Okay. Well, what about like when Bungie releases a shirt for charity? What? I so said, what about like, oh, or you mean like physical attributes? You can change your clothes, your avatar clothes. He's talking about like your, like your picture, your icon on a website. Not your, your forum not avatar. Your oh, avatar. I see. But even so, even, Same even thing. like your Xbox avatar. Yeah, but you, you dress it up, but you don't go through and redesign your avatar. Sure. Okay, so getting back to the panel. Um, so I was planning on like, so Kathleen sent me this email because I asked her, well, I don't, I don't really know what you want me to do. And I haven't really done a panel outside of Rooster Teeth where I'm just sort of in the background and as needed, I'm called on. And you guys take the pressure off and you're funny and I don't really have a lot there's not a lot of pressure there and if anything I'm just going to talk about what I know about um, so this is the first time doing a panel that wasn't related to that um, and she sent me like kind of the description of it and I didn't really know how I fit into it so I asked her for a better description so it was more and more like questions that might come up and everything I'm like wow this kind of looks over my head I'm not sure if I fit into this but I'm going to I'm going to do it because it would be stupid not to do it so I was planning on like studying a little bit or like, at least kind of coming up preparing a little bit but i just didn't have the opportunity to right. do that like i was Captain working America wouldn't let you. yeah i was working like nights working weekends and then i had to get i run out the door and then get on a plane essentially so then i thought well i'm gonna study at comic-con of course and i'm at comic-con yeah, and there's no yeah. yeah no chance even in the nights we had responsibilities and then the night before we went out to, um, to the microsoft party and so the day of the panel i'm unprepared hungover and already feeling like i may not be a perfect fit for this. You, you just described every panel we've been on. Yeah, well, I, you guys can I handle it better than I can, I think. So I was very nervous. And I asked Frank, I'm like, I was like, listen, I'm kind of nervous about this. Anything you can, any kind of suggestions for the panel? And he was like, it's my one suggestion. Shot a tequila and a beer. And at this point, it's like 11 a.m. I'm like, well, it's not going to happen. It was a very good experience. I'm very glad that I did it, but it was kind of excruciating and nerve-wracking. And I, but I didn't throw up, and I don't think I embarrassed myself. What, I may not have sh- – I didn't shine. What though. kind of questions were there? What, what kind of question were you asked – did you have to answer specifically? Well, they were talking about video games mostly, and then they got into talking about comics and just how, like, these sort of, like, things on the periphery kind of add to the canon or, like, take away or whatever, like having to deal with working collaboratively with writers and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't really – I don't know. RT Comics is sort of something else entirely. Like it's, it talks about video games, but it's not having, it's not like in exactly in the world of mm-hmm. one, a video game. I don't know. So it was kind of like a weird fit anyway. It's more commentary on the and material. I, I also think that she probably thought I put more thinking into like, I don't know, but it's different because it's not like a narrative at all. Like it's just sort of random. And I, I just, I don't know. I did my best. I did my best. All right. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Is, yeah. it, is it inappropriate to talk about, Stuff about other people if they put it on Twitter. No, that's public, right? That's public. That's public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, uh, Kathleen, the girl who I really like her a lot. We met her at uh, Fantastic Fest. Fantastic Fest, which yeah. is like a, a festival that's thrown by um, uh, Alamo. Alamo, thank you. Yeah. And so the, we we were part of this uh, fantastic arcade thing, and that's where we met her. Went to Chewy's, right? Yeah. And uh, so I always really liked her. Like, mm-hmm. She's like super sarcastic, and feisty, really funny, feisty. Yeah. Sounds a little pejorative, to say feisty. I don't know why. But um, I'm, I'm gonna go with sarcastic and funny. Um, Anyway, so she was talking about Twitter today. Like, apparently, she has. I want to know more about the story, and I was hoping she'd go to dinner with us because I wanted to find out about it. She was posting about some ex that she has that, that was getting married that day, and she was like in a panic 
on Twitter over her ex getting married. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like the one that got away or something like that. Oh. That's an interesting thing to me, especially in this – like in entertainment. We have like these accounts and like Twitter, I think – like we – I don't treat it like a professional – account at all even though it kind of is because everyone's there like and people that i that we work with or or just even you know interact with can read it but it's also very personal in a lot of ways i don't know it's kind of an interesting thing it's like i think that especially if you are able to work in entertainment your personal life can be part of your professional life just as far as saying funny things it's just a weird thing it's like finding that line because i keep facebook pretty much just for personal stuff I, I like I like when people put stuff out there, like really super honest stuff out there. Though I just mm-hmm. like that. No, I do. I like it too. It's just interesting how you know. In some ways, I tell people be careful what you put out there because you know it's going to affect jobs or whatever. But at the same time, I don't follow that advice at all. No, yeah, you don't. So she, she talked about not being able to prepare the night before these panels. Um, I had already read the book beforehand, but there's another reason for that: is that she set up a meeting for with uh, Faith, one of the Frag Dolls. Sure. Mm-hmm. What is Faith's Frag Doll name? Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Thank you. So I thought, okay, we're going to go uh, to dinner um, with Faith. And, like, you know, I'm getting off the plane. And you, in your head, you do that thing of, like, all the time that you have. And it's like, oh, we'll, go to, we'll just go to eat, and that'll take, like, an hour or whatever. This is the first time I've ever met Faith in person. There's, there's no there's no hour. There's no – that doesn't exist. <laughs> she was – she's nuts, dude. She's she's crazy. She's like a – she's like this – Very energetic. Yeah. yeah what's, the, what's the thing in Men in Black when they let it loose and it bounces around the room and they <laughs> get the glove to get it back? It's just like – I was like, what happened? What happened? It's like we went to this Microsoft party. Didn't we go to IGN party? We were planning to. Oh, but I think right. we were worn out at that point. And you were uh, – you were getting a little wasted. <laughs> you were getting not wasted. Me? No, wasted's too strong a word. But you were getting a little bit drunk. Oh, I did a stupid thing. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did a stupid thing. I did a stupid thing. You gonna talk about it? I don't know if I can. I won't go too much into it, but I met. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should. I met somebody out that night that someone introduced me to, and I recognized his girlfriend. And I kept talking about how I know her, and I'd seen her, and thought, "Oh, you're you know, I think you're I think you're an actress, and you're in like." I know. I recognize you. You kept listing movies you thought she was in. Yeah, and she kept trying to get away from the conversation. She's like, no, let's just and talk about my boyfriend. This is you, his night. This you is his wouldn't night. let it die. <laughs> but she was like, she was like, listen, I've been in some things. It's true, but I just, I just, it's his night. No, let's talk about my boyfriend. Uh, no, she, that was she knows that's me. You had with her. Yeah, you had with her. And you, thank you, Christ, you could give me a heads up on it. Anyway, of course, we walk out of the party, get two steps out of the party, and I go. She's a porn star. <laughs> and I love how you've been like telling everyone around you that I recognize this. I just don't know why I recognize her. It's just as incriminating. Oh, that's so awesome. So fucking that's terrible. so awesome. So terrible. So terrible. So. You know, your story about dinner with Faith is funny because my first time meeting Faith was at our party last year at PAX. And I wish I remembered that. Yeah, and so I, I got blackout drunk at that party. I'm embarrassed to say I haven't done that since probably high school. And I remember engaging really? in a conversation with her. And then I remember, like, at some point later in the evening, looking at her and thinking, "I should walk away right now. I should just walk away. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I gotta walk away. I don't know if I'm. I don't know what's going on." And then the next day, I saw her at the booth, and I go, "Hey!" And she just looked at me and shook her head and walked away. <laughs> she really is day. I have no idea what happened. That was a, that was a crazy. I should ask I, I, her. Uh, we got. We all got back to the hotel and realized we had lost Matt and then we called him and uh, he's like I'm at a subway <laughs> we realized he was like three blocks away at a subway restaurant oh restaurant I thought he had yeah, a subway that's, that's, that, that's all he said so we had to like try to figure out where he was and bring him back to the hotel that was a funny that was also the event with Matt where we went to um, Red Mill 
Was that that's the name of the place? Yeah, yeah. We went to Red Mill and we turned around and he was gone and we couldn't find him and then we saw him like across the street down like like three blocks walking into a grocery store. Yep. We had to chase after him. He was buying and, beer. Uh, he was buying beer. <laughs> Can, can I get it back to the, your embarrassing porn star story? Please. The thing that don't I, that let this go. Interesting to me is because I talked to her. I don't. She told me. Oh, this is. Yeah, because you went independently of your own. So I didn't have a chance to warn you. But she told me like. You definitely had a chance to warn. What the fuck are you talking I, about? I was busy talking about a video game with somebody. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, so. I, don't I think she's sorry. <laughs> she set me up. Because I'm a girl, I was able to say, find out what she did. She and set me up. Uh, apparently it was, and this is going to embarrass you if you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a lot of like tied up secretary fetish stuff. So is that what you're into? No, no, no. So you recognized her. I, I just, <laughs> I, I did recognize her. She got one of those faces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to embarrass you. <laughs> I well, think I behind, behind the gimp mask, they all look the same. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> no, listen, first of all, we don't, have, we don't have any problem with this at all. The thing is that I was the, I was that guy yeah. who like unintentionally embarrassed her. That, that's the problem that we've got here that I'm an idiot. Not, not what she's chosen for her career. No, God I wasn't her. concerned about her career choice. I was just concerned about you announcing what you're into to your, empl- your, your coworkers. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I love that our secretary Raz had the door while we're talking about yeah. this. Um, but the the thing was that um, uh, I lost my train of thought. I'm I gonna, lost my train of thought. I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch videos on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good times. Hey, so it's no. Wait, there's something, there's something I want to say about this. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I just, it was gonna be something endearing that would get me out of this. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a porn star, you're going to say. You have no problem with her chosen career. You were oh, just embarrassed oh, oh. that you I, were... And, oh, no, what I was going to say was it was actually clear, like, that was what she was in. I mean, just look, she, you know, she's outrageously sexy, right? Sure. Um, and so it was very it was very clear that she was, she was a model or something like that. Was I, she wearing latex? No, no. <laughs> she was very... She's modestly dressed. Very pretty lady. And um, I, I just... Uh, I thought she was in um, these Andy Sedaris movies or something like that. Like some of these like Russ Meyer kind of things. Which you is, know, you know, they, two, two steps up from pornography. <laughs> well, they, two, two steps away. I wouldn't you know. Up. <laughs> That's good. You know... Two <laughs> lateral steps. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, two straights. <laughs> It's better, you know. It's better to be the uh, weird independent film nerd than it is to be the sweaty-handed, you know, con goer. Right? You know, like, yeah, sure. Hey, how many people were not aware that there's a section of Comic Con that's all glamour models? Or, yeah. Or better yeah. yet, why did the three of us know that? You know, and Gus and I, Gus I and I, that. Gus and I will walk that at least once a day. Every <laughs> whenever we take a break, yeah. Yeah. that's where we walk. It's like, oh, let's go see Tiffany Taylor. <laughs> oh, she looks sad. Let's go see the most bored-looking woman on the planet. I thought it was funny that anytime I was walking around with the guys, we somehow like we had to go somewhere and in, in, in the it's a huge. Like, it's a huge sure, space, yeah, right? But massive. for whatever reason, no matter where we were going, yeah, we'd walk by suicide Bernie girls. Brandon, <laughs> we always end up walking by, like, the, the Playboy girls or whatever. Like, no. Where they I, I specifically took you over there because you didn't believe it, and I showed you them. Do you remember what I convention had a huge uh, biggest we've, event? Biggest we've ever seen. WonderCon. WonderCon, WonderCon had, and like, an entire area. It was like like a third of the convention was porn stars. It was huge. Yeah. What uh? What weekend is Monica? <laughs> Mark my Francisco. calendar at the Moscow Lee Center. Yeah, I was telling Jeff that the Suicide Girls are there, and he he knew already. He was like, "Yeah, they're, they're there every year, year with their clothes on." <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a bummer! Aisle twenty five hundred. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. No, it's a. They have a better booth than we do. Yeah, they do. They do. They have a lot of space. Well, they uh the the interesting thing about Comic Con is. Trying to get the booth for next year—that was a complex process, by the way, God Gus. Yeah, I had to go and bail her out of that. Mm-hmm. 
By the way, did you but, hear? She was number one in line. I heard that. I was number I was one in line until I had to do math and I messed the whole thing up, and then I had to stand aside while I figured it out, yeah. and then everyone else got to go ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I went ahead and sent the corrected form to uh, to them. I'm going to need. A- <laughs> oh, you fixed it because that was that was the second round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna. Uh, we'll need. We'll need to pay them sometime this week. Was it messed up? Did we? Did, did the second one get messed up? Yeah, it was, it was, it was very cute. I, I, I know. I, I understand how how these mistakes they, are made. They appreciated yeah. the drawings, but crayon is not acceptable. <laughs> but they no. But those people knew even less. I had to like walk them through their own training process. Like they were, and I didn't know anything. That was the problem being forced in yeah. line. Yeah. Is that apparently the people she was dealing with were just trainees? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were, they sat there and like the guy came up and said, "Okay, all you need to do is charge them a hundred dollar deposit. They'll pay us later." And she's they're like. Okay, and they look at the form, and they're just like, I don't know, I, I don't. And they get the other guy over there, like, Hey, look at this, and they get this other guy over, Hey, look at this, and they're like trying to figure it out. And I'm like, So you just said, Well, you just have to pay a hundred dollars, and we can go, right? And they're like, oh, 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 yeah, okay, yeah. And then they like, I don't know, it was weird. You could figure out while you're standing there why Comic Con is a nonprofit organization. Yeah. I also heard that you know these booths are they're pretty expensive, mm-hmm. and so it says all over the form, cash or check, cash or check. Cash or check on everything, you know, all the discounts that you get for paying for the booth up front. Right. And uh, the the trainees were telling the guy who was supposedly in the know, oh, well, we can take credit cards too. And he goes, no, you can't take credit cards. And they said, well, whoever. They pointed to somebody who had, clearly had more authority and said, he said we're taking credit cards. We just don't have a machine yet and it's on its way. And that guy flipped out when he heard that. And so it was like – the whole thing's just a wreck. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 do, they do not take credit cards. No, I know you, they don't. You cannot pay for a booth with a credit card. You thought that guy was in the know, because, but he was just the loudest. Like, he would just walk around and was loud. And I think that people assume when you're really loud that you know what you're was doing. He, was he the um, bald guy with gray hair on the side with a long no, gray No, he was a young guy. Mm. Youngish, yeah. Asian dude. Mm-hmm, glasses. Mm. Kind of a big guy. He was strutting around. Like, he yeah. kept saying, everyone just... Please be patient. There was like five of us in line at this point. We knew we had an hour to wait, and they kept right. trying to send us away. They're like, you know, you can always supply online. Yeah, yeah, that's their big, that's their like, big thing. You can come back later if you want. You can come back, and then I already, I've already seen you. I'm like, uh, I'm not leaving. And they kept trying to get me to leave. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm here. I, I I'm gave here. you a cheat sheet of notes yeah. for Comic Con, and in bold and all caps, I was like, they will try to convince you to leave yeah, the line. Do not they did. leave the line. And it was weird. They kept giving me dirty looks the whole time while I was standing there. And I'm just like, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm here. laughs> you, it's, it's funny. It's like you can either wait an hour ahead of time to get your space in line or you can wait three hours later in the line trying to get through it. It yeah. almost drug everyone out of the booth because I was down uh, – I was at the booth. She texts me and says, do you know how to fill out this form? I go down there to help her fill out the form. Then I have to text Brandy because we might have to have bring money from the booth to help pay for it. That's a, they never have asked for a deposit before, by the way. Sorry about that. Not at all. Oh, no, it didn't matter. Right. Okay. Luckily, so, we're, we're rolling in it. So she's first in line. I, text, <laughs> I texted him and said, you're, you know, you've trained her well. She's first in line. And Gus said, I've never gotten higher than third in line. That's true. You said you'd never tell her? Don't worry. I won't tell you, her that. You can't trust anyone in this company. No, but uh, so what, then while we're standing there at the front of the line, I mean, I'm thinking I'm not going anywhere now. I'm going to bask in this while first in line is for something at Comic Con. So there's this long row of counters, right? And we're just waiting for the, to open. And there's a handler down at the other end because it's one of these snaking lines, right? And he's he's down there <laughs> like this. He's down there like this. He's waving, waving, at you. waving like this, waving like this. So I, I you know, Griffin, I'm like, hey, hey, he's the guy's waving. So we walk all the way down there to the guy, and we're like, you know, like. Opening the first counter, and he goes, he goes, looks just like this, and we're like, what? And he goes, no, I'm just waving. <laughs> no, I, you, you, were, you didn't get there early enough. I, I've been talking to that guy for about welding for like a half an hour. Oh, okay. And then there he, he was a fan of the show, so he was probably like, oh, hey, it's Bernie. And then oh, he that's fucked up. Yeah. 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 Walk over. Oh, was he a fan? Because I gave him a bunch of shit, too. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He yeah. was actually Maybe pretty cool. He should be a fan of doing his job well. <laughs> he, oh. was, he was, I like the guy, and he's on the site, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he knows I'm talking to him. 
<laughs> so what's next on the agenda as far as events? You guys have uh, we have PAX, PAX, PAX mm-hmm. Prime, and Fan Expo. PAX Prime and Fan Expo the same weekend. Okay. So PAX Prime also includes Halo, Halo Fest, Fest, which yes. we're doing a ton of stuff for Halo Fest, uh, which is going on during PAX Prime. One of the big things you know that takes place before all of this is that we're going to be judging a machinima contest that is taking place during PAX Prime, but the entries had to be created and turned in before that. And it's because the judging takes place at PAX Prime. Right. And one of the prizes as part of the Machinima Contest is a walk-on role in Red vs. Blue, Season 10. So there you go. You should go check it out. Go to uh, probably on Halo Waypoint. I should, I'll, I'll look it we'll, up. We'll have a link, yeah. Yeah. The uh, runner-up prize is 45 minutes of rolling around in a sweaty garage with Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be dressed like a tiger. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I want to be clear. I want people showing up at the con now wanting to fight me. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're dressed like an animal. What's that? And they fight like the animal. And once again, you guys were chatting about something over there. My comment about that is, I'm not saying I could kill every animal. I'm not going to kill a jaguar. I'm saying the jaguar can't kill me. That I would not be killed. I can. I like how fight you're it. verbally backing out of this. Uh. <laughs> no, no, he's he. That's his. You know, that's I've, it. I've heard him make that stance before. Exactly. All right, all right. I think I, it's. I think it's oh. bullshit. Nope. Yeah. Until yeah, you think you can do it until there's a leopard on your head or a fucking grizzly. Suddenly ta- you're you're in a Warner Herzog documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about your widow's one, listening to a sad tape. I'm talking about one animal, by the way. Okay. Because if you get three dogs, you got one here. One. <laughs> <laughs> you think like. Like a, a bear sees a tent and it's like a, a microwave dinner for him. He's like, oh, if I open that up, there's food in there. Yeah, I think so. Like, and the foil pouch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Still fresh. You're pointing at me, Griffin. You were talking about something the, before the, I rudely the, pod, the podcast can't hear, can't see the point. Um, no, I was actually just opening it for Jeff because I know you wanted to do the podcast today because Achievement Hunter is having its third anniversary. Oh, yeah. Third anniversary tomorrow. Woo-hoo. Tomorrow, three years. Congratulations. Three years. There you go. Woo. Now we're doing a whole week of events. We're doing like live streaming and uh, like nightly play dates. We played Bad Company two last night, and tonight we play Left for Dead two. And tomorrow night is Burnout Paradise, and Friday's Halo Reach, and Saturday's Gears of War two. So if you're interested in all that stuff, just go to achievementhunter.com, and you can look at the play dates and all the information. You sound very excited about this. I'm not good at self promoting. He's he, it's true. He's not. He's I'm not. Very, he's a very humble guy. I don't. Yeah. Now, if you were to take on a first date. <laughs> because show, Achievement Hunter doesn't have any scars. He would show you his, yeah. show his blister scars. The time that the uh, website domain expired, is that considered a scar? Did yeah, it's a mental scar. The fucking <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. Great. And you, you were like, you out of the country? Too. I was in Australia. No, I think you were in England or England. Maybe no, yeah. I was in or, or Scotland. Yeah, it was rough. Have you? Um, it was Scotland. I don't know I, um, if you've talked about it on the podcast already, but if you talked about your new fails channel, game fails, yeah, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it last week or not, but yeah, we started a new channel on uh, well, it's on YouTube right now, YouTube.com/slash/gamefails, but we, it's going to be on the site this week as well. Oh, cool, yeah, um, and it's just like you know we've got like eighty-five thousand fail submissions for Halo Reach that we can't get through, so but they're all very funny, so we've started like, like just putting up like thirty-second like, videos. Game fails will show a fail from any game. Oh yeah, we've yeah. got tons of games up. Like I've been putting up fails from. Uh, um, Call of War as the cartel all week yeah, you see, that you I've got, I've captured. L.A. Noir ones up there too, right? Yeah, some, some L.A. Noir ones and just a bunch of games. A lot of Halo 3 ones actually. Pretty cool. Skate 3. There's, a, there's, Dirt some, there's, 3. Some, there's some good Grand Theft Auto ones too. A lot of Grand Theft Auto ones. Anything with a with a number in the title, we'll make a fail of. <laughs> so. and, uh, and you also have surprise, because uh, it, it's people just sort of throw them in and then you occasionally 
have surprise commentary. Is that right? Yeah, I'm well, trying to help you we, out here. We please. Can't. She really, she's really, really trying. <laughs> we can't do commentary on every video because it's just so many because we put up like five to ten a day. But yeah, we'll we'll put up commentary on like one a day. Okay. So so the more you watch, call it surprise commentary. The more likely you are to hear you and Jack, or you and who else? Yeah, Jack and I. Okay. There you go. The Chima Hunter crew. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is there anything else that you would like Jeff to talk about? <laughs> no, I was just. I'm sorry. I, was I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. I, you know what sucks? I wish you weren't going out of town this week because I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna make you brisket Friday. <laughs> oh man, oh, you man. missed out. I'm, I'm, I know. I heard. I heard. It was I perfected crazy. the technique. It was so good. Like you would you would cut into it and just juice would just drip. Oh right, my god! It. It was you know, so good. our intern Tyler is. This is his last few days in the office, so yeah. you should definitely do it for him. Okay. You no, definitely do should. Do it tomorrow. I am in just a few short hours. I am getting on a plane to go to Sweden, and I'm going to go visit with the Mojang crew in Stockholm. That's Notch, right? That is Notch. Well, it's, Notch has a whole team. And his team now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, it's the guys who make Minecraft. Uh, so I'll be there for – I mean, this is going to be like the shortest overseas trip ever. Yeah. You, you could be there for like a day. And you want to – you want to talk about I people, people taking off their uh, socks? I mean, you know, their <laughs> shoes. Well, you're gonna you're probably gonna be on the plane longer than you'll be in Sweden, you, or damn near. No, close to it. Although yeah. I'm hang, I'm gonna I got I bought Gavin a ticket. Oh, that's nice. But it is, man. It is. It is expensive. Are you, are you going to get to see the Swedish bikini team while you're there? I hope so. <laughs> I don't think they're actually Swedish. That's what they I was going to say. They like, if that's were. why you're going, Bernie, you. <laughs> How? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going. I am going for a nice trip with my son, a father son trip. <laughs> Where he's going to learn about bikinis? Because he's the <laughs> he's the greatest uh, Minecraft fan in the in the world. How so. far? Like once you, how far is it from London to Sweden on a plane? Like how long is that? From flight? London to Sweden, I'll tell you exactly how far it is. Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars far. That's how yeah. far it is. I know it's expensive, but yeah. And so I agreed to sit, to, to bring Gavin before I knew that. So <laughs> who knew it was so expensive to shuttle twinks all make around a- Europe? <laughs> <laughs> make a, make Gavin use his slow mo guy's money. He's doing all right. You're not kidding, dude. Mm-hmm. He's You're a big success. Did you see his latest one with the lip flapping? I have not seen no, the I haven't seen that. Yet. I gotta watch that. Last one I saw was the uh, was the finger trap one. Oh, the mouse, mouse trap? trap one. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this one so you can okay. just hear Jeff's reaction to it. But yeah, so I'm gonna go there and I'll be um, I'll be there for a couple days. Should be fun. Should be fun. Yeah, it should be cool. But man, I'm I'm really dreading the international flight. I mean, international. Don't keep flying out of the country. I never I never left the country before Red versus Blue. Yeah. So I'm still not jaded to the fact of doing it. But being on a plane that long, I mean, flying coach international will really test your yeah. multicultural yeah. theories. I mean, they all get abandoned when has, you're in there. Is, has uh, JD been out of the country yet? Uh, JD went to Australia with me when mm. he was five. Okay, that's a, that's a much longer flight. Um, is that Stockholm, right? Stockholm. Is that where our tattoo artist is? No, she's in Geneva, Switzerland. Geneva, but close. Same thing. same thing. Really close, not no, the same it's country. It's all the exact same city. <laughs> that was the thing that Stefan can't stand. It's like he always everyone thinks he's from Sweden, he's from uh, Switzerland, yeah. and it's like <laughs> totally different. So, oh, I gotta go through an advertisement on uh, YouTube. Not that I'm complaining. That's what keeps <laughs> our economy going. Yeah. What a value! Watch a short ad and then free content. So yeah, I guess it's. Not, I guess it doesn't matter. I was thinking like Gavin's video here. There's a. Uh, there's a video for Yost Automotive in Austin, Texas. That seems weird to me. Like a kid made a oh. video in his garden in England and advertises <laughs> a local Austin garage. Wait, I was watching a video it's with you, Jeff, and um, an advertisement. I don't know if it was YouTube or where, but it popped up and said, Jeff, blah, 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 blah. It, it made me think of Minority Report. It got, it's kind that of was on Hulu last night. Hulu. We were, watching something, we were watching something on Hulu, and I'm a Hulu Plus subscriber. So, yeah, they they they... They no. uh, addressed the advertisement to me. No, fuck that. It, it was, definitely got your attention, like though. It was like, <laughs> oh, my God. This was it like tattoo laser removal? It got removal? the shit out of my attention. That was right. like, Jeff, do you need a divorce lawyer? 
So here's what they did. <laughs> they, they, I don't. I don't need one. That's why I was so upset. They, so I could get no. This ad is not helpful to me. Yeah. Oh, Gavin looks all really R- rugged. Right. right I gotta, He's wearing see a uh, Griff shirt too. Look at him promoting, helping us out. So they did a thing where they they like, I guess like flap their lips, like blow really fast out of it. <laughs> At this point in the podcast, make sure you're watching the video along with us. Yeah. Oh my god, that's Dan looks like a it's bass. Unbelievably <laughs> disturbing. I never wanted to know that that's what we look like. It's, oh my god. So it's. Uh... <laughs> I love his eyes so crossed automatically. His one eye is crossed. Yeah, it takes that much concentration. But I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and they, they, I think they call the video "Hello, Ladies." <laughs> By the way, speaking to, uh, speaking to the ladies out there that are, that are fans of slow mo guys, guess who you have to thank for Dan finally getting out of his pajamas and putting clothes on? Was that you? Yeah, Griffin Ramsey. Yeah, I gave him some hell for it, and finally he did it. But I think he's bitter about it. Like we're not talking <laughs> on Facebook anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. So let me get this straight: you got on the internet and told people to get dressed. I don't know how that works. No, it's just like because you know you're on camera. Put some clothes on. Yeah, I feel like there's like, no way I'm cuddling your, with you out, on an airplane no, like, if you're a complete stranger and you're wearing pajamas. He's a cute guy, but you got to take the sweatpants off. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and put something appropriate on. Yeah. Like, like a, a, like a tight suit. Tilt, tight a nice tuxedo. That's like a creed to live by. <laughs> that statement made sense to me. <laughs> he's a cute guy, but you got to take the sweatpants off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap this up. We're going to listen, you, uh, Listen, you assholes. I said, don't let me forget to talk about one thing on the podcast, okay, okay. and you, three of you forgot to remind I me. I didn't forget. I wasn't ready for the podcast to be over yet. Yeah. You know he's just eager to get out. He always tries to end it. Okay. So I went to go, friend, I have actually gotten onto Facebook recently. Congratulations. I have now an actual personal account that I use to communicate with friends and ex-girlfriends. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is, is that the primary purpose of Facebook is to communicate with ex-girlfriends? See who got fat in high school? Uh, yeah, and he turned out gay. That's what I do. Well, I would be that for everybody. Um, But the – so I got on Facebook and I've been like just using it to communicate with people I know. Like I have another page where just accept everything. But then I have – my other one had – I think I have like 23 friends you know, that I accept. So it's people that I actually communicate with on Mm -hmm. a regular basis. One of those people is Jordan, Jay or Dan, the guy that makes the Drunk Tank animated adventures. He showed up as a mutual friend. That's actually the coolest thing I think about Facebook is you see who's, who's mutual friends. Like I found out that Becca's a friend of, uh, with somebody I knew in college, but um, so I went to go add Jordan as a friend, and as I'm about to add him, I see in his list of friends, I see a girl with the exact same last name as him, and apparently it's his sister who is apparently very hot. Jeff, did you? No, I, she's a supermodel, yeah. and and I think I think it so might be his sister. This, these pictures too. I'm on Facebook. What do you think oh. Facebook is for? I'm just surprised that you guys have time dude, in your dude, busy schedules. Dude, 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 dude. I, didn't, I didn't cuddle with her. I didn't steal her jacket. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not wearing okay, her clothes. Okay, okay. okay, we're even. Let's consider this. <laughs> yeah, we're even. Yeah, we're even. You looked we're at a picture on the internet. You are even. We didn't do a photo spread. All right. <laughs> so I decided in my infinite wisdom, instead of making friends with Jordan, I decided to make friends with his hot sister. So now I'm friends with Megan. On Facebook. She makes great updates, by the way. Does she? It's one big beach party. Nice. <laughs> and so Jordan keeps trying to friend me, and I just keep getting, not now, Jordan. <laughs> not now. And I actually saw him. We went out to dinner with the 
Mega 64 guys one night. We had a big dinner uh, with them in a very cool restaurant in San Diego. Yeah. What was it? It was in somewhere in like Little Italy, right? It's like this yeah. Italian place. But you have to go through like a deli. It's really got a really narrow hallway. It's like you wouldn't even know there's a restaurant behind it. Oh, yeah? And it's like it was like really kind of smelly. Like in a, not in a bad way, in like a good way. Like sausage mixed with cheeses. Mixed with, and you're just like cutting it's, through this. We walked by that place. Yeah. It's, we, Gus and I got drank under the table right next to that place last year at a Comic-Con dinner. Really? Yeah. So it was like that shot in Goodfellas where they go in the back way into the restaurant, that mm-hmm. long tracking shot. Yeah. It was just like that. I felt like we were going through the kitchen. That's how you enter the restaurant, through the kitchen. Nice. It was, yeah, cool, it was cool. But it was the only place that would seat like – we had a table of 17 or something crazy because <laughs> 343 went with us too. And then um, – So Jordan was there. Okay. And I forgot to bring it up to him again. So he, so this has been like a four-week joke now that, that, he, I, that nobody's aware of. That nobody's aware of. So it's really, I'm just a creep who friended his sister. There you <laughs> go. So, so now, now this is how he finds out. I'm not telling him face-to-face. You're telling him via podcast? Honestly, exactly. isn't, aren't you that anyway, even if you think it's funny? <laughs> it's Probably. <laughs> but the punchline helps, I think, a little bit. He, he can animate you telling him the story to his face. Let, me see, let me see if his sister's on chat right now. <laughs> this will make a great drunk tank animated adventure. I assume it's his sister. Yeah. What if it's his wife? It what if it's his wife? Or his mom? Oh, what if it's his mom? I don't think it's his mom. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do you say his last name? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. It's got a lot of consonants in it. Dan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dan, Jake, or Dan. <laughs> in, my, uh, in my last uh, career, in my previous life, I would have to administer like healthcare benefits and stuff like that. And one time, an Affleck rep came to visit us. And... Uh, she went to – we went to go write her name and she said she was getting her business cards printed because she was new to Aflac. And she said, um, so I'll just give you my contact information. I said, great. So I wrote her name. is Julie and then she goes to her last name and it was like Mixklawizowicz <laughs> and it was – it sounded like a Superman villain. Yeah. And so she goes – I said, you're going to have to spell that for me. And so she's like, uh, uh, M-C-Z <laughs> – like she's having trouble with it and I and – I, it's like, like 14 consonants in a row. And it, finally when it's done, I go, I got to say – you you seem like you have trouble spelling your own name. She goes, oh, uh, I'm married. I just got married last month. That's my new name. So, no. yeah, I'm still learning how to spell Miss Glowidgewitz. <laughs> and I said, what was your maiden name? She says, Brown. <laughs> she went from brown to that. Commit to Mitz a Picklick. It just seems at this point it's so expected that women will keep their last name anyway. Like, don't you think in that situation you'd be like, honey – I love yeah, you, let's, but let's, I'm not going to or, sign that on checks. Like, or, yeah. <laughs> Did, no, is it expected that women are going to keep their names now? I think it's. I think it's More so common, common now. And, yeah. Or like, you'll do the hyphen, or you'll or, both take a last name together. Or even for professional pur- purposes, she could just keep brown. Or yeah, just put that on or keep it as yeah. to make it to make it easy. And names are so weird. Anyway, I mean, the process of changing your name is actually really easy. The only thing that's annoying about it is going and getting a new passport, a new driver's license, and that kind of thing. But getting your name changed is actually pretty simple, especially yeah. in Texas, way more than Oregon. Oregon, you have like a two week period where you have to have it posted, and people like creditors and stuff can come up and like complain about it. But in Texas, like you pay a little, minutes. you pay more money. But it's like immediate. You just have to explain it to a judge. I guess I didn't do that, do that in Oregon. What are you looking at me for? Nothing, nothing. I was okay. just waiting for. I was waiting for the. I was waiting for the story in it. I'm not saying I didn't want to interrupt her in the middle. <laughs> of that. Uh-huh. But so you said that uh, people take a new name. You you took Jeff's name. Yeah. Well, we took a new name together. Like I didn't. Jeff's name wasn't Ramsey when I met him. It was Fink. It's true. And I didn't. Oh, I didn't think about that part of the process. Yeah, he actually, um, I he changed his last name right before, um, right before we got married, so it wouldn't, so I wouldn't have to change mine later, you know. Mm-hmm. Like so, because if you get married, you automatically, automatically can happen. You don't have to pay for it. 
So we didn't want to pay twice. We were looking to save money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I liked that we took a new last name together because I think that's just cooler. I don't know. And I didn't really want to be the second Mrs. Fink, you know? I'd rather. And honestly, I wouldn't have taken the name Fink. It, no offense. That being said, it is an honor. <laughs> Griffin Fink? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. Second place is, or second is not, I don't know. She was grilled about her name in the booth. Oh, really? Yeah, it seemed like it came like two or three times people were asking you about your name. Really? I don't remember that at all. Because like the uh, I know, too much I know, glug, glug, glug. I, know yeah. the, I didn't get drunk well, in the booth at all. Too much con juice. No. Okay, we had one bad day at Anime Expo where Kathleen, Caleb, and I got a little tipsy in the booth. No, I've never even heard of that. Oh, oh stop! Oh, you've on. never you've never run a come convention on. with Matt Hollum. I'm not the only person who drinks in the booth. Dude, we went. You to, have to get through it. We went to Dragon Con one year. It was Matt Griffin and I, and Matt brought. Jars of moonshine. He bought jars of moonshine to the booth at eight in the morning, and, he's, and was he's, like, "Let's get it." Isn't on. he anti-jar? <laughs> isn't he the guy that's anti-jar? Who's the anti-jar guy here? No, um, actually, Matt's wife is anti-jar. That might be where you're picking it up from. No, but it was somebody on the trunk thing. It was like, "Let's just get over the jar thing. It's not cute." I don't. Oh, I think that, that might have been. No, that might have been Joel. Joel, maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Matt brought in these jars of like moonshine. It was like these hand-printed labels, like it had been out of somebody's home printer. It was like, sketchy. Out of their bathtub. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like drinking fire in liquid form. Yeah. Awesome. Speaking of which, we got some moonshine right over there. I know. I'm looking at a midnight moon. I haven't had any of that yet. I had. I was. I, I finished the other two bottles. Did you guys try <laughs> that uh, that gin that, that um, I forgot his name, but he gave it to us for the drunk tank? I should. No, that. we've we've been saving it for a special occasion. Okay. We will. It's pretty good. Time. It's interesting. Oh, Megan, Megan has stuff. a cold. Oh. So there's <laughs> there must be something in Southern California that I picked up. Wonder how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's wrap this up for real. Uh, how can I see how she's appropriately aged here, right? What's what's twenty carry the three? Can I actually? I've been, I've been meaning to. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta figure out. Okay, she's fine. Okay, I've been meaning to talk to you about this because I brought it up to Ben and he signed off um, like he does when I ask him for things. Um, so that's an awesome move, on, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, that's an awesome move. I wish he could do that when he came to my office when he was here. Like he'd be like, I have a question. I'd be like, Yeah. Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> but on, on Facebook, one thing I do like about Facebook is that you can put your birthday without putting the year you were born, which we can't do on our site. And I was wondering if we could change that. Was that you asking or Joel? It didn't bother me back when I was 24. Oh, so. But it's beginning to bother me. Can we fix you that? You don't want everybody to know you're 31? Shut up. I'm not 31. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, was your, what was your main name? My main, uh, well. Should I know that? O'Connell. 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 Yeah. Is it okay to say that? Yeah. Are you a creditor? Yeah. I don't know, right? <laughs> going to track you down. There are a lot of O'Connells, right? It's not like... Are you affiliated with Ford Credit <laughs> So are you Irish then? Uh, well, well, part of me. I'm Norwegian. Which part? The last, the last <laughs> part? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm a Norwegian, Irish, German, some English, and Native American. All right, there mm-hmm. you go. You're white. <laughs> yeah. Mostly white. All right. Seriously, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> Where are we going for lunch? I don't know. Oh, shit. We should do that. We should do that. Okay, I can't. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Ta-ta.